Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You have any freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on those platforms chime in on uh, what you'd like to discuss today if you have a question for the players inside the delcor players lounge you can jot it down and we will uh, pass that along to the pirate players that we'll talk to on today's show including holt nailers coming up in just a couple of minutes we got ryan jones later on in hour number one he found the end zone again he's making a habit of that uh, on saturday we'll talk to ryan about that xavier smith miles berry jeremy lewis part of that fantastic pirate defense that fantastic goal line defense we'll talk a lot about that today two more goal line stops on saturday keeping south florida out of the end zone we'll talk to xavier miles and jeremy between 3 30 and 4 30 on today's show double b brian bailey joins us at five o'clock and earlier today troy d caught up with isaiah winstead we'll have that interview for you in hour three as well shirley rhodes is here the man of chan chandler honeycutt Troy D to my left. Hello, everyone. Hello, Troy. Hey, Clip. Good to see you. How are you? Um, and you might have heard the news, unfortunate news, about our buddy uh, Raja Harris that came out earlier today, suffering an injury Saturday. According to our buddy Igo, looks like uh, it could be a season ending potentially. If I read that right. Yep. Hey, uh, injury. And we to so, hear that. Uh, Raja actually, we, I contacted him yesterday. Had a conflict today, separate. So we're going to hook up with him later on this week for a uh, interview here on uh, on pirate radio to talk to him about his current situation tough break such a likable young man and uh was having such a good season i i just unfortunately just hate that for him well he's always the one lifting our spirits yep. when we're down so now it's time to return the favor yep. and all the uh the pirate fans out there to make sure you're uh, lifting up his spirits if there's somebody that could come back from this uh it would be him because of his positivity and optimism so really pulling for him and i know uh the guys are down right now because of what happened to him but uh it's a next man up mentality in football we hope keaton mitchell can get back on the field this weekend we've seen a lot of marlon gun and he got a lot of calls about the young running back saturday on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show uh camaro edmonds could be uh, in the mix pop mckay so good news is the coaches have stocked this stable full of talented running backs and now we're uh, we're going to see more of these young guys yeah and i think you'll see keaton mitchell back there from you know from what i've heard it was more of a game time decision uh for him not you know because i mean he was on he was there they featured him coming off the plane you might remember that uh that was from the official ecu account so um i do think there was a plan for him to play but whatever you know however he felt and uh whatever the folks thought right before the game it was a no-go but uh we'll talk to coach houston tomorrow more specifically about that and find out uh if he's ready to go for this weekend as the pirates take their three and two record on the road to two lane clip a uh, very good four and one team 
No doubt. And uh, saw them knock off Houston on Friday night in overtime. Their lone loss, kind of a letdown game against Southern Miss. If they win that game, they are probably in the top 25 right now because they won at Kansas State, uh, at Houston. I mean, that is two of the best road wins anybody can claim. I think, in, in college football this year. So uh, they are the real deal. I mean, this is a game that's close to two 5-0 teams going at it. Just a couple plays away for ECU. And yeah. The Tulane doesn't lay an egg against Southern Miss. I mean, that would have been a while. Who would have ever thought that? Could you imagine? Could you imagine 5-0 and Green Wave versus 5-0 and Pirates? College game day live in New Orleans. We were close. Instead, as crazy as it sounds, that sounds more likely – than the actual place college game day is going, which is Lawrence, Kansas, yeah. to see the 5-0 and Kansas I thought, Jayhawks. I thought they were doing an early basketball preview. Is it Midnight Madness yeah. maybe they're doing instead of basketball has started now. Yeah. So. Uh, Jonathan points out Marlon Gunn, Louisiana kid, going home and being one of the featured backs again in this weekend in new orleans yeah. all right i like Could that be a little extra uh juice for him and a lot of braves chat going on on the facebook feed i like that keep it going we'll uh we'll get to that later on after we uh we talk football but a uh, huge weekend for the braves sweeping the mets and no i have not checked in on billy weaver uh and uh, after his mets collapse congratulations by the way yeah man feeling good yeah. uh great distraction What's it like to from have football a, yeah <laughs> i was watching the bear game this weekend so you forget what it's like to have a professional team that wins on a regular basis has justin fields tried baseball he might be good at that <sighs> he is a good athlete and he actually looked better this weekend what do you have uh, yesterday about 10 completions it was uh i didn't look i i hate to say it but it's the, their play calling is really suspect mm. What are you talking about? It's a new regime, Troy. You told me that was new. I know. I listened to the post game. They're ready to run them out of town. <laughs> yeah. How quickly Could things be a change. Short-lived stay in Chicago for these uh, guys. And catch me up, Facebook and YouTube, Chandler, whoever. I believe we have another opening in college football. Was it Colorado firing their coach? I believe. Chandler's giving me the shrug. He is uh, does not want to be a part of this conversation, so I will not bring you in. But uh, another firing, I believe, in college football. So uh, the openings uh, continue to come, Troy D. Uh, and Urban early. Meyer's name is floated around with every single one of them. And it's early this season. It, it is. seems like they are, uh, you know, firing the fire, whatever, what do you call it? Or pulling, what is it called when a coach gets fired? Uh, the hook, getting the hook what would you call it i would say they got fired yeah <laughs> uh yeah Darrell is out in colorado oh wisconsin was the earlier than ever uh paul christ was fired as well as wisconsin that was a uh, a surprising move so you've got wisconsin colorado arizona state and nebraska i mean a lot of high profile yeah. jobs uh, available all big jobs yeah. already places, open uh, a lot of schools that matt rule can choose from for his next stop <laughs> yeah so uh look he'll have a nice landing getting spot. the axe that thank you alan that's what i was trying to think of a lot of coaches are getting the axe earlier than ever there's a hook a, there's an axe it's an early axe a very very early axe. the axe has dropped they have an axe to grind with their former employer uh so yeah man um things are uh are, are looking good here in greenville with mike houston after that win and what a difference a week makes troy we are questioning the offense questioning everything and then the pirates come out and light up the score you remember what i said in the pregame show i said 
I felt like they would do the opposite of what they did in Navy as far as like the game plan. Like the game plan was kind of conservative, run the ball a lot against Navy, watch them do the exact opposite, open it up, a lot of passes, and that's exactly what ended up happening. And uh, planning to hook up with the AAC Player of the Week here soon, Holton Naylor's 31 of 41, 465 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. A, a, a yeoman's effort. A stellar stat line on the UBE stat sheet. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That is uh, huge numbers. And CJ Johnson got a helmet sticker from ESPN. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they Congrats. did that anymore. I, I did not know that was still done. I guess it's at the end of um, their college wrap up show. Yeah. Which uh, game day final, maybe they still call it. Uh, I've, I don't watch that as much as I used to. I used to love that show when. Uh, Lou Holtz was on Mark it. May, Mark May, Reese, and Reese Davis. Yeah. That when those guys did it, that's when they I, gave out helmet. That's stickers. right. With a helmet sticker, <laughs> I'm gonna give one to Skip. <laughs> I love that show with those guys. When they got rid of those guys, honestly, I quit watching. I honestly didn't know there was a wrap up show anymore. So, so I mean, I think that does matter on shows like that. Who the hosts are? Where is Mark so. May? That is, you uh, they did, they exited him out of ESPN. Where and he, is he? he has never reappeared. Did he have some type of scandal? They or must something? have. I don't oh know. my god! He, he fell mu- off the face I mean, of the he earth. must have done something bad because these guys always reinvent themselves on one of these other networks or yeah. something. And there's a bazillion places to broadcast on nowadays when you're at that right. level. And he's got na- he's a name. Guy. He's not even on YouTube. He's, know, like this guy doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even have, have a YouTube he's channel. Got, he doesn't even have a podcast. What the hell's going on around yeah, here? Yeah, he's the only man without a podcast. Um, by the way, Ellerby, uh, thank you for the list. So we mentioned Wisconsin, Nebraska, Colorado, Arizona State, all have fired their coach. One more I missed, uh, the vest himself, uh, Jeff Collins, down at Georgia Tech. Yet yeah. another former Temple coach who went somewhere else and got fired, uh, which we'll probably see from Matt Rule soon. So Georgia Tech, another opening. And what did they do? They went out and beat Pitt on the road with their interim coach. So sometimes you see a coach get fired and everybody kind of rallies around each other. Yeah. Uh, or they play a little more relaxed, I yeah. guess, because the pressure's off. The guy's already gone. Let's just go out there and have fun. I think that's some <clears> of it, too. Saw that over the weekend uh, on Saturday night. Enjoyed, uh, got to say, enjoyed getting home in time to watch some college football on Saturday night. I watched uh, Clemson beat NC State. And a uh, pretty good game. NC yeah, State's hung with them for a while, but Clemson too tough, and uh, yeah. <laughs> their defense was dominant. I had a friend that posted, they said, uh, thanks, ABC, ESPN, for the 10-minute uh, recruiting video at the beginning of the game. I oh, mean, they my God. Went, it was so over the top, and I love stuff like that, but I'm like, God, how much is Clemson paying these guys? I mean, they stuck with it. I, I bet Clemson said, hey, uh, ABC. We'll, we'll let you on the bus. You can come right on the bus with us because it, it's a little hokey getting on the bus just to go around. It. Fully, you've got six, it's, seven, 300-pound guys crammed in a bus right before In full gear. Yeah, it, it looks is. a little funny. Yeah. But uh, they stuck with it the whole time. It took you from outside the locker room and the bus to running down, you know, Howard's Rock, the hill, all that stuff. I mean, it was a hell of a promotional video for them. No doubt. You know, and it's, it's a cool atmosphere. There's no doubt about it. But I was like, jeez. They don't and do then, this for anybody else. My God, their pregame routine, if they lose a game, I know what their fans are going to say. If they spent less time walking down a hill and getting on a bus, they could win some games. <laughs> they put something in a bucket. Did you see okay, that? Well, it's a chip. They put the chip in the bucket. It's their all-in motto. Yeah, you put the chip They're all in. in. It's a chip. Yeah. They're all-in clip. Yeah. Okay. That's what happened to the old chips from uh, Freeboot Friday. They got sent over to Clemson. A beer them. token? <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like. So what happens if you don't put your chip in the bucket? Bad luck. 
it's bad a, luck. It's a <laughs> luck thing. It's a, it's a joke. But yes, I mean, what you're right. No, we just summed it up. It's a joke. It is a joke. I mean, but that's the Clemson way. That's, All right, that's something that's that Dabo has. That's their thing. Dabo is banging pre- the, you know, the the the. the that's board. their thing. They have uh, eight million things. You can only have like one they, or two. Dabo things. has always they done the, the all. They have to touch a rock. They have to touch a rock. They have to put the chip in. Yeah, they have, they have to, have get, to on, get on a bus yeah. in, in specific order. By the way, there's an order of how they get on the bus. All this after warmups and putting your jerseys on and getting ready. You yeah. got to do all this other stuff. Yeah, got to play like a tiger today. And boy, this sounds like a fat, out of shape man speaking, which it is. <laughs> but I am terrified when I see those guys run down the hill. Oh my well, uh, hold on, I'd like to clarify because I watched this very closely Saturday night. It is not running down the hill, Clip Brock. They hop and skip down the hill. However, almost, you get down, it's there. almost glorified walking. It should be because, and it's only it's two by two. I want to see the whole team take a full head of steam down there. How are there I, not more injuries? That's what I thought too, especially when thing. it rains. It yeah. looks very slick, but they they go two by two and they kind of they almost walk if not hop down. Dabo's going to put in like so. an escalator. Uh, <laughs> What about one of those moving sidewalks you see? Could he, could you do it at that angle? You know, they just kind of like at, at, at the concourse right. of the airport. Could yeah. they just slide down the hill? Well, Davo's going to be at Clemson until he's like eighty, and he's going to be going down down the hill on like a moped or something. That like would that. be. I wonder oh, about by like, himself, so he's in the spotlight. Yes. Like, what about coaches that aren't as mobile? How can you get down the hill? Yeah, I mean. That's why they had to fire Bowden. He got too old and uh, couldn't get down the I think hill. It would make for a hell of a slip and slide for kids. Yeah, put some you know dishwasher detergent on there, run some water, or like a snow game, oh, and you slide yes. down. Yes, that's you what sled I sled down say. the hill. Yeah, no. get an ACL before the game, just coming into the stadium. Before the game, they have to they hop in <laughs> ski uh, mobiles and <laughs> go around the stadium. Yeah. All that to get in and play a football game. The chip. So you're not a fan of the chip. No, I thought they took the chip off their shoulder and then put it in the bucket. And then you got this guy. I wanted to know who flips it against the world. I want to know who the bucket guy is because he has to sit there with a straight face while the camera's right on him. Like, put your chip in this bucket. Yeah. Well, he's probably someone with. They're all in. They're he's a strength and conditioning guy, you know, or one on the staff. Yeah. All those guys are the motivational guys. That's probably something one of them came up with. Look, good news. We're going to let you on the sideline today. Most, Bad news. You got to hold a bucket for an hour, and these guys are going to put chips And most up. of those guys are pretty intense, serious guys. They're not, you know, at the chuckle hut. So that's probably, they love that stuff. All right. Well, I'm sure Ellerby will have maybe, us putting chips in buckets. Maybe, maybe we need a bucket. Yeah. Maybe so. I'm all out of chips. I keep the chip, Troy D, on my shoulder. There you go. I'm not putting my chip in a bucket. My chip belongs here. Yeah. Right. We, should, we should run out with chips on our shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's your Clemson recap from yeah. the weekend. Uh, Pirates knocking off South Florida. We got to get we got to get to Ryan Jones. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, we haven't been able to hook up. Holton might have a little bit of a conflict. We'll try and get to him within the uh, hour. He wins Player of the Week. Was he got other interviews? A bigger <laughs> deal now? Like, he, what about? Does he not hey, remember us? Remember where he got started, big yeah, guy? Really? Hey, who talked to you after the Navy <laughs> loss, pal? Yeah. After that interception, that was us. Still hyping you up. He's Mr. Boy. Helmet Sticker. He's Where like, are you now, Helmet Sticker? Yeah. He's Mr. Helmet Sticker. He's getting interviewed by Lee Corso. <laughs> that could take a while. By yeah. the way, he was not at college. I saw. Is he day. sick? What's wrong with him? Well, he's uh, he's, he's old. He's like 83. Have you watched game day with him this year? It's, yeah. it's rough, man. I, I almost like started to feel like the, I thought they Definitely. were asking too much out of him to be there. 
I, I did too but if he wants I, to do it he's kind of got his own yeah. contract at this point right but yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get a break in. We'll Coach is getting the uh, boot clip Brock early on. Getting the axe, getting, getting the boot. boot. That's what I was trying to think. I was trying to think of those type of. Uh, getting the hook. Those type of slogans. Thank you, Jack, for reminding me about that. Was it the uh, Sandman, Shirley, and uh, Showtime of the Apollo that yanked him off the stage? Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Ryan Jones joins us from an end zone near you. Boy, what a stud. He's, he's having a year. Yeah. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. And they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you here. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. I saw a uh, tweet during the break, and it reminds me of like during the NFL season, the NBA will try to stay relevant and drop a big news item, or like during the summer, the NFL always tries to stay king. This time it's the Weather Channel, Troy. Trying to remain relevant. Yeah, it is cold today, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. We haven't well, even discussed good that. Good update. You're in a hoodie. I'm in a sweatshirt. This yeah. is terrible. Uh, the Weather Channel tweeted out three minutes ago. So we just had a, a hurricane. Yeah, I watched. I got to be honest. I watched more of the Weather Channel the last three days than I have in the last three years. And now folks are probably tired of watching that. So they're going totally to move on to other stuff. I don't even know what channel it is now. Well, guess what, uh, Troy? Roughly one fifth of all U.S. hurricane landfalls have occurred in October and November. So the Weather Channel is putting that out there to say, hey, don't forget about us. Yeah, they're just trying to gaslight everybody yeah. to say, don't, yeah, keep us as your favorite channel. I know you just went through something, but uh, guess what? The worst is still ahead. Yeah. So uh, trying to that keep is, their name in the spotlight there. That is such a call for desperation. It is. It really, yeah. that's it's how like, I read it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. It's uh, like we're not hanging out anymore, but don't forget about me. <laughs> uh, the ECU players dealt with uh, kind of a scheduling alter last week with the Hurricane Ian rolling through Florida and uh, had to play in Boca Raton. Pirates picking up a win over South Florida, 48-28. to Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to one of the studs from Saturday, Ryan Jones, East Carolina tight end, joins us today. Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Great. Doing uh, another game, another touchdown. You're making a habit of this, uh, Ryan. You found the end zone once again. Six catches, 84 yards, big passing day for the Pirates. You were a big part of it. Uh, what was going right for you and uh, the passing offense on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, the, the performance we had uh, this past Saturday was really big. I mean, uh, the whole time we were just trying to stay aggressive, you know, and just really um, just show how we can be uh, explosive on the offensive side of the ball. It was fun to watch, Ryan, and uh, we have former ECU tight end Bryce Williams, a, a great player here at East Carolina, cashed a few NFL paychecks, and uh, he was excited. He texted me. He said, boy, Ryan, bulldozing them boys, and uh, talking about your touchdown, and then he said, and number eight, he's balling too. He loves to watch the tight ends play, and y'all uh, y'all put it on, on a show on Saturday. 
Yeah, we definitely were super involved. Our whole uh, inside room was involved with uh, CJ having four touchdowns. I mean, Shane, he had five catches. I had six. I mean, our entire room was just really uh, playing well. That's a good point, Troy D. How about the inside receiver slash tight end? So that's 13. That's 18 catches between those three guys. Uh, well over uh, 300 yards. That's awesome. Yeah, Ron, you did. Uh, you know, you're not afraid to. It's one thing to take a hit. You're not afraid to give a hit, as we've seen, and uh, you can bully a lot of those uh, defensive backs, as we've seen. How are you? How are you doing physically right now? Uh, I'm doing good. A little banged up. But I mean, I just feel like I played the game. You know, I mean, with season, you know, you have bumps and bruises, but uh, overall, I feel fine. What was it like going on the road for the first time? Obviously, kind of an eerie environment with. No crowd there in Boca Raton. Had a few folks there, Ryan. But how was the uh, first road trip for the season for you guys? Yeah, I mean the first road game. I mean it was a uh, we came out and played really well. I mean we prepared like it was a like it was a home game. We knew it was going to be different um, since there weren't going to be many fans. I mean we really just had to lock in with each other and just play on the same accord. Ryan, as as viewers as fans, we always do this where we'll set, we'll watch a game one week and then watch the next week, and it's totally different from the previous week. And it's natural to say, well, where was that last week? Why didn't that happen? You know, as a player, you're trained to look forward. But do you ever think about that? Like, man, why, why, if we could do this every week, we'd be undefeated. You know, do, does that ever cross your mind? Uh, I mean, we understand what kind of uh, what we need to do to have successful games like that. So, I mean, I feel after this, uh, this past weekend, us as an offense, we understand what we have to do to – continue to have offensive uh, strides like this. I mean, we definitely are taking this as a positive and just plan on improving our performance each week. It's Tulane Club you're going down to see this weekend. Uh, it's a pretty solid team right now, 4-1, and one, close to being 5-0. and oh. uh, you Have your hands full with these guys. What have you? I know you're just starting to dig into the tape, but uh, what are you seeing on, on their defense that you're on the lookout for? Uh, I mean, just watching their defense, they're a team that really plays uh, – with kind of like the same mindset, um, they do really well in like communication and stuff. So, I mean, it's just a defense that plays with a lot of effort. And uh, a very good team. They're only lost this year coming to Southern Miss. They have gone on the road beating Kansas State. They beat Houston on Friday night. Ryan, I'm sure you guys had stuff going on. Did y'all watch any of that game uh, Friday night live against Houston as it was happening? Uh, I was able to watch like the end of the fourth quarter and uh, the overtime. I was able to get that uh, Friday night Friday night after meeting. Ryan Jones joining us. He's Carolina tight end on the Pitt Electric Live line. I'm checking to see if Tulane is receiving any votes, and they are in the coaches poll. And again, if they and they are in the uh, the AP poll as well, nine votes. If they would have beat Southern Miss at home, they'd be ranked in the top 25 right now. So this is a a huge matchup coming up this weekend. And Ryan, I know good uh, to get that first conference win on Saturday, get back over 500, and uh, give yourself a little momentum. What was it like returning to practice on Sunday following the victory? Yeah, I mean everybody was super ecstatic, especially coming off of a. Uh a win you know so i mean just the way that we we played last week we definitely are looking forward to um just playing better and just um adding on to our performance from this pre- uh, previous week ryan i've talked to some people that were on the team plane and uh so they were a little nervous before takeoff on friday but once you got through a little rough patch it wasn't that bad how, how was the flight from in that regard yeah um we're really just leaving once we took off it was a little shaky but I mean, once we got out of uh, North Carolina, everything was fine, though. I mean, once we got down to Florida, the weather was amazing. So, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. 
are you uh are you okay flying like are you comfortable with it does it make you nervous how are you as a flyer yeah me i'm, I'm fine with flights but i mean you know turbulence and stuff can get me sometimes but other than that, i'm fine I would say the biggest issue with you, Ryan, and flying is the size of the seats. You know, you're a big dude, and I, look, they're they're too small for me, and I'm not I'm half your size. You know. Yeah, I make it work though. You know. Right, we were saying that we were agree with me. We were watching the game, and Ryan on the field. I don't. I, this is a compliment. It's more of an observation. When we see you in person, Ryan, you're you know a big guy, tall guy. You're like an athlete on the field. I don't know. You just look. You almost look like a different person out there when you're playing football. It's like the cleats, the pads, the helmet. It's like a foot taller almost. And also yeah. the quickness, just everything. Yeah. It's just. I guess maybe too because you're kind of a laid back dude when we talk to you here in person. But uh, I don't know. Does the mindset change when you you step on the field? Yeah. Every time I'm on the field, I'm definitely in uh, in go mode. I mean, I'm just trying to take take full advantage of everything once I'm on the field. I mean, I try to play as I try to play as as aggressive as I can. Just um, I mean, when I do that, that's when good things happen. So I mean, I definitely turn into a different uh, a different guy on the field. And ECU finding different ways to get you the ball. Uh, we saw you. I guess it was credited with a pass. It was a forward pass from Aylers, but getting you on a sweep and uh, and different ways to find the football. I know. Uh, I know you enjoy that, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, with the offense we have, we're definitely uh, we're moving guys around, putting guys in different situations. So, I mean, that's going to throw uh, the defenses we play in our conference. That's going to throw them off. So, I mean, we're just using people in different ways and just um, trying to find ways to get ball guys the ball and uh, and uh, just have uh, explosive plays on offense. Ryan Jones joining us, part of the Delcor Players Lounge. Another guy that joins us on Mondays, Ryan, is Rajay Harris, and he has been such a, a great guy to talk to, especially after the tough times, because he remains positive, remains so upbeat. And I was saying earlier, now we're going to have to do the same for him that he does for us. We're going to have to kind of lift him up as he goes through this injury. But I know uh, that was tough to see him go down in the news today, and uh, you guys are, are certainly going to rally around him. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough seeing uh, seeing him go down this past game. Um, just all the work that he put in this whole spring and off season, uh, for him to go down like that, that was really tough. I mean, our hearts. We're, we're basically playing for him, just wanting to do what we can and just keep him uplifted, just uh, keep him motivated. And speaking of playing for your brother, uh, a lot of you guys were doing that for C.J. Johnson. He was playing for uh, something more on Saturday. Huge game, seven catches, 197 yards, and four touchdowns after uh, a loss in his family. And uh, we got the Mike Houston uh, comments in the locker room. We'll play that uh we saw a little behind the scenes there, but an emotional time for CJ and Ryan was awesome to see him play well and you guys uh, play well around him. Yeah, we were we were extremely excited for uh, for CJ, especially with just the week he had and just uh, how he took uh, how he took like the whole week of practice and preparation and still uh, was able to uh, just come out and ball and ball started. So I mean, we were all just really excited for him. Ryan Jones joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Well, Ryan, uh, got a big one coming up against Tulane. Another road trip, so uh, good luck this week at practice and on Saturday. And keep up the good work, man. You got a nice streak going when it comes to touchdowns. So get back in the end zone on Saturday, and uh, we'll talk to you again on Monday. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you.
Thank you. Uh, How about uh, on the year, Troy D. Ryan Jones, 20 catches, 203 uh, yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, he stole my thunder. I was getting ready to recap the third uh, third on the list as far as most receptions uh, on the year for ECU and second on the list for most uh, receiving touchdowns. Four in a row, right? Four games in a row. He has caught a touchdown for East Carolina. A very talented young man, huge part of this offense. And I think for ECU to continue to be successful, they need to continue to use Ryan Jones and go to him often during the uh during the game but a lot of weapons this year he's definitely one of the main ones and uh clip i saw news today next home game for ecu a week from saturday when the pirates are back for homecoming i believe that's an october 5th uh, 15th date here in dowdy ficklin stadium against the memphis tigers uh just a little night game for those of you that like a night game my 7 30 kickoff that's getting late for even me yep 7.30 kickoff, and I do believe it's another ESPNU. I believe so, yeah. Which and is good, because i got to tell you, ESPN Plus is garbage. It is gar- is hot garbage. At least if you're on a main network, it, the the production quality is better. Yeah, and uh, hopefully the fans enjoy it and uh, can have a good, fun tailgate for homecoming. We'll have some yeah. sweet uniforms and hopefully a pirate win that night. But it'll be one of those uh, late nights and a Sunday morning for our crew here. Yeah, Troy, it will. Yeah, who are you pointing that out for? No, I was just saying it's a late night. Yeah, really late. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's one of those Red Bull games. All right, <laughs> say it. Good to need an energy drink. Troy D, uh, do your air traffic controlling because I understand Holton can go next segment, and right. we got Xavier scheduled. So see if All you right. can work something out. Let's your go. Magic to, uh, we're going to go to Holton Aylers next. Okay. So why don't we take a break? Yeah. We'll come we'll come back with ECU quarterback AAC player of the week. Holt Nailers and uh ESPN helmet sticker award winner Holt Nailers. And too busy to join us earlier in the show. <laughs> Looking forward to chatting with Holton. I know he's fired up after his performance and the win. We'll talk to him when we return after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Delcor Players Lounge edition of the show. Might want to check on that heating. Delcor can do it for you as it's starting to get cooler around here. 321-8868 to contact the service professionals or you can go to delcorinc.com and they'll get you ready for these cooler temps. All right, uh, Clip Rock Troy D here in studio. We head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to the AAC Player of the Week. Holden Naylor's joins us on Pirate Radio Live. Holden, how you doing today, man? What's up, guys? How are you doing? Doing good. And uh, we were talking about all the accolades earlier. Uh, Troy, uh, John just pointed out that Kirk Herbstreet, 12 minutes ago, tweeted out uh, his performers of the week. And I'll, he gave it to Holden Naylor slash CJ Johnson from East Carolina. So I love that he put the Conley connection up there because – 
you guys were hooking up early and often there on uh, Saturday, Holden. Heck, yeah, we were. Uh, the offensive line gave us, you know, a lot of time out there in the pocket, and, and those receivers, including CJ, made it, made some really good routes and some really good catches. So um, it was a complete team effort, you know, super proud of the guys, and it was good to get back to the win column and kind of get this thing rolling again. I remember watching you, Holton, doing that in high school with CJ with uh, the Conley Vikings. I, I guess it had to bring back a lot of memories because uh, those were some uh, Conley numbers back in the day you were putting up. Yeah, absolutely. It did kind of bring back memories in that. And, uh, um, we had a couple of games like that kind of early in our career as well. So it was good to kind of get back going in that direction. And, you know, I mean, anytime we can score points like we did, especially the first half, um, we'll take it. And you know, we're a really good football team and we're scoring like that. And hold on, we heard that CJ had a uh, death in the family last week. And uh, it was really amazing to see him go out, have the performance he did. But uh, I know you guys were rallying around him last week and uh man it was awesome to see the the show you guys put on and uh to, to kind of honor uh cj's family there yeah it was you know cj's been a brother to me for long before we were at ecu together and you know one of our you know goals coming here we've thought about our goals is changing this place and representing greenville and uh you know hopefully we're doing that well so i'm just super proud of him and you know what he's been through even this whole past year and uh you know where he's at now is is really good to see and really makes me happy talking to ecu quarterback holton aylers on the dale court players lounge and holton as you know uh, injuries are a part of football unfortunately and uh tough setback for Raja harris uh this weekend is news breaking today that uh, looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the season uh keaton mitchell did not play last saturday um look those are great weapons for you guys because uh if you have the running game opens up the passing game and uh so many great receivers out there too what what is the status uh first have you talked to uh rajay lately and uh what is the status of keaton for coming up uh, this saturday yeah i talked to rajay and you know that's that's really tough news he's a great guy and um he's he's kind of been you know a big reason we turned this thing around and you know that one kind of hits at home just from uh, leadership standpoint, he's one of the leaders on our team that you know pushes the guy, especially on offense. So um, it's gonna it's gonna suck to not play alongside him really anymore. Um, so that kind of hit at home with me. And then you know with Keith, you know we're hoping to have him back this week. And um, obviously he's a special player for us. And then Marlon stepped in and and did really good this week. We're gonna have to ask a lot of him going forward now with Rajay out. So um, you know Rajay's a a tough one. You know I know he'll be back and you know better than ever when his time comes to come back. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, this is a very basic question, and it's a, a complex answer, but it's an obvious question that pops up with, with people that watch football week to week. Why couldn't you do that against Navy? You know, like what, what, uh, but what were the, the differences this week against South Florida and your ability to move the ball up and down the field as opposed to the week before? Yeah, things were just clicking a little bit. I mean, sometimes you just have some of those days, and it's like having a good day one day, you know, you're feeling good. The next day, you're not feeling good, and that's just you know part of part of life, really. Um, and I I thought um, we, we dialed up some plays to attack the deep ball and to throw the deep ball um, that you know led those guys to making the catches that they did. Um, and we made some audibles in there, and I, I saw some things that I saw in film that we could take advantage of, and we just went out there and, and executed. Really, I mean, football really just comes down to execution um, at the end of the day, and we just clearly executed a lot better versus South Florida than we did against Navy. Holden Aylers joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. Holden, uh, it, was there a premium, uh, an emphasis put on a, a fast start down there in Tampa? First road game, you knew you were going to have 
kind of a lackluster environment there with the venue being changed. So how important was that to, to get off to a fast start, which you guys were able to do? Yeah, it was. It was, it was a huge thing during the week because we knew kind of like you said with the crowd and stuff, it was going to be a lot like a COVID crowd in 2020. Um, so I guess playing in that environment in 2020 kind of helped us to play in the game Saturday um, in a lot of ways because a lot of our team was, was still on the roster in 2020. Um, so that helped us. But, yeah, we knew we were going to have to bring our own energy, um, which in a lot of a lot of cases, in a, you know, in road games, you're going to have to anyways. And our fans travel well. And, honestly, I was surprised at the fans that we even had there. Cause, I mean, we didn't even know where we were going to play until, I think, Wednesday this week. So to have the amount of fans that we had there, I mean, shows a lot about you know, Pirate Nation and, you know, the ECU faithful. And I was actually surprised by how many uh, South Florida fans showed up. You know, there was more people there in that lower bowl than I would have guessed. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, they had a they had a rough week. I mean, anyone who lived in Florida knew. And, I mean, obviously, you know, across the country, you know, people know how bad Florida got hit. Now, Boca Raton didn't get hit too bad. And I really don't even think Tampa got hit too bad. But, obviously, I mean, we got players on our team that had family in Florida that really took, um, you know, a beating by that storm. So, uh, we were even just fortunate enough to play. And, you know, everyone kind of come out of healthy from hurricane-wise. Talking to Holden Aylers, a lot of talented lefties in the building on Saturday. Holden Aylers and Jake Agnos, former Pirate great. Saw that. I uh, was watching the game, so that was cool to see him yeah. in the stands. Yeah, absolutely. It was cool. I saw him uh, pregame. I was warming up and, and waved to him and saw him because he was right where uh, the offense warmed up at. So, yeah, it was cool to see him there. And uh, I texted back and forth with him after the game. So, um, it, it was cool to see him there. Holden, when you win, it makes the next one even more important. And and this is a big, this is an important game this weekend uh, against Tulane, a really good team coming in, receiving votes in the top twenty-five. Big win for them on Friday night against Houston. And uh, that had ECU's numbers over the years. You're able to to get them last year, though, Holden. So uh, this is a, a big matchup. Should be another uh, entertaining game coming up on Saturday. What are your uh, initial thoughts on this Green Wave team? Yeah, they're really good. You know, their programs a lot like ours. They're they're fundamentally sound. They got a really good football team and play hard and really well coached. Um, I, I last I think I was checking last night. I was talking to Coach Cammy. They have the number one pass defense in the nation and the number eight total defense. If I have those numbers right in the nation, so um, it's going to be a tall task for us. But you know, we're up for it. You know, we feel like we have the athletes to go up there and compete and, and have a chance to win it in the fourth quarter. So that's hopefully what we're going to do. Holden Aylers joining us, Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday, uh, getting back on a plane, headed for another road trip. Holden, I understand the flight, uh, maybe a, a little hairy when you were getting ready to take off, but uh, pretty smooth after you, you got above the clouds there? Yeah, takeoff was a little sketchy. Not as, it wasn't as bad as it has been in the past. There's, there's been a couple in my career that have been uh, a little scary, and that, that one was probably, it was probably top ten, but it wasn't anywhere close to what it could have been. Good to hear. Do it again this weekend uh, when you head out Friday. What three? I believe three thirty kickoff clip. Is that right? Yep. Yes. And uh, ESPN is it said you ESPN U. That's yeah. right. So this will be uh, on uh, network TV as we say now, and uh, at least cable TV, not the ESPN Plus. So ESPN U three thirty kickoff, which puts our Bud Light pregame tailgate starting at. 11.30. Well done with the math there, Troy. Dick. Thank you. And doing it on the fly, you know, it's a little dangerous. Yep. Well done. You got it. Holton, good luck to you and the guys this weekend. Hopefully we're talking about uh, win number four this time next week. So uh, keep it rolling, and uh, we'll be getting ready for ECU homecoming next week after hopefully you guys take care of the green wave. 
Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, Holton. Holton Aylers joining us today. And, uh, Troy, sometimes it's tough for you to grasp the numbers and where we are, but if the Pirates pick up win four, that would put them four and two. That's six. That is halfway through this ECU football season. It is halfway through. Can you believe it? I can. Uh, it, it feels like it's more than halfway through. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like we should be three-fourths of the way through the season. <laughs> um, so, yes, I can believe it. Uh, if they can pick up win four clip, it'll also only put them two wins away from being postseason bowl eligible. Some key numbers yeah, here so on the Things to keep today. a look on. I did see someone post online. They were talking about, uh, hey, ESPN announcers, things we know by now. Holt Naylor's played Little League and hit a home run. What about his dad, though? Did you know uh, his they dad? They also said, we also know his dad uh, evidently is the stadium announcer. Yeah. So, well, it's, you it's just, like they go back to the same stories, you know. But in there, to Troy, you always say you never know who's coming in and out it, listening are, for the first time. This is true. So, there you got to rehash. Could be a new audience that, did, that they're learning about his dad being the stadium announcer for the first time. Did you know Troy was at the Peach Bowl? Some people are hearing that for the first time. There, there could be someone that moved to town. Yeah, that is new to pirate radio, that isn't doesn't even know ECU played in the Peach Bowl in 1992, wow. and NC State to finish number nine in the nation for what is still the greatest season in ECU football history with an 11 one finish in a number nine national ranking. I thought this year clip could have been a year to potentially eclipse that year. Could have. Two plays away from being five and zero right now. This could have been the dream season part two. Still have an opportunity to have a tremendous season, but I don't think it'll at this point eclipse. You would have had a win against State. You love Navy. talking about what could have happened. Let's so talk about what happened. I'm just saying, what so is the happening. 91 season still remains as the greatest season in ECU football history. And there is your Peach like, Bowl update. It's kind of like one of those guys that's you know the, the record's getting ready to be beat. Do they really want the record? In this case, I do want the record to be beat. Like Roger Maris's kid right. is putting voodoo on Aaron Judge. Right. They yeah. keep walking in. It yeah. doesn't get I would love to have seen this team run the table. And we talk about the 2022 season like I talk about the 91 season. Well, Troy, I'd love to talk more about that season, but we got to talk to Xavier Smith. So let's take a timeout. Absolutely. Unless Xavier would like to hear about old stories he doesn't care about. I could do a master class on the 91 season. Well, save that for a podcast. (laughs) Uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back. X joins us in the Pirate Radio studios when we return. Two more goal line stands on Saturday. They are getting it done uh, in the red zone. We'll talk about that more after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 59,000 followers today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Could be 60,000 followers if a few more people follow. 
like, and subscribe. That's right. A simple S- click or two. We're, t- we're almost at 60,000 combined. Get us there, folks. Followers. Get so, us there. Yeah. All right, back inside the Delcor Players Lounge today, Xavier Smith, East Carolina linebacker joining us x how you doing man doing good how are you welcome back we're doing great and just curious we're, i put some highlights on like do you watch this like we do as we just follow the ball around or are you like if you watch a game are you looking at stuff that we're probably not looking at you know uh, what i'm saying i'll be looking at just how they play like what the difference is just to see like what's different between college and the NFL. When you look at an offense, do you do you say like pre snap, do you say, okay, here's what I think they're gonna do? Yeah, just play? see if our if our rules match up to their rules. Right. But then do you find yourself after the snap following the like what the linebackers do? Or because I'm with Clip, I kinda follow we the ball. We just watch the ball. I watch the ball too. I like, <laughs> I like to enjoy it. It's just okay, like us. good. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's nice yeah. to enjoy it, right? Yeah. And not make it a job. Not like critique yeah. everything. There you yeah. go. Yeah. X, uh, four tackles and a fumble recovery uh, right around the goal line is once again two more goal line stands for this defense. It's becoming a habit for you guys now. It's awesome. Yes, sir. I mean, we just play hard and uh, try to get the ball back for the offense. Play hard for our brothers. And, uh, man, they had it first and goal, I think, at the one there in the fourth quarter, right? Mm-hmm. And I talked to Jeremy about it earlier. He he told me that you know he said he he likes to talk a little bit as you do as well and yeah. told somebody for them that they're not getting in you're yeah. not going to score here I mean you and you believe that mentality. yeah if you believe it you know you're more likely to you know put your best efforts to getting that job done rather if you think they're going to score you know you're not going to give the same intensity and effort right. and and I got to say the twenty point win looks a lot better and bigger than what it would have been yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a big stand for i thought sure. yeah you know? they score on those two possessions it's uh we're talking about a one possession game yeah, and yeah. who knows what happens yeah we, we want that one uh jeremy uh said that he and the defense a little extra tired after chasing around bohannon he was uh he was the talented qb uh yeah. making you guys work for it wasn't he yeah usf had a lot of great players 21 was good 11 was good five was good you know they were talented um you know the the score obviously doesn't reflect the kind of team they are. You know, once they get rolling, they're going to be dangerous just like uh, any other team in our conference. Hats off to them. They're a real good team. They made some plays out there and gave us some trouble. And you're up 41-7 to at halftime. It's pretty easy at that point to say, all right, uh, it's easy for us to say, all right, who we got next week? This one's yeah. over. Y'all can't do that, right? Yeah. So how do you kind of keep that locked in your brain? We got another 30 minutes to go. I mean, it's hard, especially if you're up 35 points at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hard to uh, – you know, keep the mentality as the same as when the game first started. But, you know, it's, it's football. It's important to keep it like that. Anything can happen. You know, we uh, made comebacks in the past. I'm sure other teams made comebacks. Yeah. You see all those comeback stories all the time, and you don't want to fall victim and be one of those teams. So you got to keep every quarter like it's the first quarter and just try to give your best effort and put, you know, your best foot forward. Had this, and you do see that kind of a tale of two halves. I had this yeah. discussion, uh, guys, with someone this weekend, how different football would be if there was no halftime, if they just kept it going, you know, from first quarter, second quarter, straight to third quarter and fourth quarter, like yeah. there was no halftime. You just play the game straight through. Mm-hmm. How Think about how different games might end up being. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it could be. I'm thinking about it. Like that game on Saturday would have ended like 70 to 14, right, but <laughs> previous games this year, ECU has been the better team in the second half. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, you need the break to regroup. It's week to week. Yeah. Pretty much. Just made It's one of those questions that makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Nice little hypothetical there. Yeah. 
uh xavier and what are you don't have that much time xavier but what do you do during halftime if you need to adjust or if you need to just keep doing what you're doing how much time do you have to talk and and you know who meets what what is it like at halftime uh i mean i can't speak for offense but defensively you know we break up into position groups uh talk with our position coaches see what we see on the field see what they've been seeing up in the box and then just communicate get some halftime adjustments if we need to make adjustments corrections uh just some new keys maybe some that we plan on happening is not happening so we just try to adjust on the fly you know with older uh teams with having a defense multiple years and then you can make those adjustments on the flies and pull things out from like old past weeks and things like that hydrate a little bit yeah hydrate get some snacks. Eat anything i was gonna say do you, do you eat at halftime or do no you not? i personally can't i feel like it would sit on my stomach and i feel a little slower sluggish some guys eat power bars or stuff like that yeah the little waffles chew waffles chews i'll get some uh some uh fruit snacks though all right just okay. a little fruit snacks i'm like <laughs> Um, my kids love those. Yeah, I love yeah. them too. I'll try to bring this up as classy as possible, but like DK Metcalf uh, yesterday. Oh, I heard about Left this. a game on I the cart. Yeah. I feel him. But he wasn't hurt. He, he had, had to go to the bathroom. He had to take a boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and he, didn't, he, he was clinched, and he said he, he couldn't. He, if he walked, he didn't think he could make it. Yeah. So, no, he, we, seriously. He said, hey, he's and, one of us. Let me tell you something. Just like us. He said guy, that clinch wall was going to be ugly. <laughs> that's lived to be in their 40s can probably relate to this situation. So I he, saw uh, hey. Max Freed, Braves pitcher the other night, was cruising against the Mets. They show him in the dugout at uh, between innings. He runs to the trash can to puke. He had to leave the game. Mm-hmm. So these things happen. When, when that force happens, it's kind of like Mother Nature. It Once the launch code is sequenced, it is unstoppable, and it's only a matter of how long it's going to happen and you just better yeah you better be wherever you need to be you know one way or the other it's it's gonna happen so xavier has it ever happened to you during a game uh i never had to take a boo-boo during the game (laughs) uh but i definitely did i did throw it once one time and i think it was from the smoke running out uh before oh man (laughs) i was just like in the middle of it and the people in front of me were running slow so i was just sitting there inhaling inhaling it oh downsides of that smoke (laughs) well and that honestly throwing up is probably quicker to recover from you can do that and Mm. you know get a squig they call that a puking rally yeah you can keep going you know (laughs) you got the other one you got a major problem yeah i was like trying to make myself though because i felt so sick so i was like oh yeah i gotta get that yeah that happened to me on a boat one time i got too much diesel fuel mm-hmm. and i started to feel sick yeah yeah that sometimes it hits you the wrong way yeah we got to run through that smoke you're right that's Just not once. something you want to linger in yeah uh jay says that's all the more reason not to wear white pants so yeah, jay good you bring point. up a good point that's uh, right might want to wear the purples more all right <laughs> xavier smith joining us uh how was the uh the road trip for you xavier the flight and everything i mean the flight was a little you know no i'm i'll be scared you know the hurricane <laughs> and everything but uh you know, it was a good flight. I slept through most of it. I tried to make sure I was tired that way. You know, if anything does happen, you know, I'm sleep anyway. I got to be honest. I was a little nervous for you guys because Friday was a little scary. That was the day here that we got all the weather. And yeah. I started thinking, man, should they have flown out Thursday? You know, yeah. I got to be honest. I was like, I'm a little worried about these guys. But I think, you know, there was just enough of a break. And yeah. you got, once you got up over the stuff, it was fine. Mm-hmm. And obviously, where you were going, there was no problem. But uh, I was a little concerned, you know, worried for y'all. Yeah, I just trust them. Trust the plan. Trust the process. Yeah. We asked our baseball players this during the season, Troy. Let me ask Xavier. Xavier, you're a very confident young man and uh, brave and not scared. But what does uh, make you scared? Needles. Like, okay. Needles. Needles. Mm-hmm. The ocean. Shots. The ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Won't catch me. I can swim. See, everyone thinks I can't swim. I can swim. I just. So like a pool like, is cool. Uh, but anything ocean. I can see 
to the bottom or if i can see it's clear enough so like you <laughs> don't even in. like to walk in those like let's say it's three feet deep, your knee deep oh yeah like once my feet don't touch i'll panic right okay, okay. like i just think a monster a sea monster in there something will come get me sharks i don't begin how people be knowing what's dangerous and what's gonna bite you and not that's why i don't trust it all yeah. right i appreciate your honest answers yeah. there how you feel about snakes spiders stuff like that spiders too spiders bees wasps yeah I'm not a bug person. I got that from my mom. Not a bug guy. Yeah. yeah. I, snakes are. I don't know anyone that really snakes likes don't snakes. don't bother me though. Really? Yeah. <sighs> so if you saw one and knew it wasn't poisonous, would you like pick nah. it up? See, I'm. Oh, okay. Not. All right. I saw a worm yesterday that looked like a snake. It was like you know, it was a worm, but it was sliding like a snake. I was yeah. like, is this a baby snake? And mm. there was a worm. It still freaked me out. Yeah. I don't play yeah. about no wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Xavier. Tough task coming up with Tulane this week. Uh, a good football team receiving votes coming off a win over houston uh sets up a pretty big game for you guys on saturday if you started to look at them at all yeah yeah i actually watched their game against houston uh at the hotel and then they playing great football right now uh you look at them you see a disciplined hard-nosed football team they're well coached and they're just excelling in all three phases uh so our hands are definitely full but we got a great football team too so this will be a great matchup uh i'm excited for the challenge absolutely well have a great week of practice man and uh good luck on saturday we'll talk to you next week yes sir thank good you luck, guys. Man. xavier smith joining us scott we got miles berry in the wings waiting who's gonna ask him the boo-boo question i mean I, you want to like I, paper I, rock scissors i don't know right? I, was say, I think it's an interesting point of the game that yeah. you brought up for monday night football or uh yeah it was monday night football no it was this weekend Oh, that's right. That's right. It Today's was. Monday. That's we right. hadn't had Monday Night Football. <laughs> I am still, I'm still struggling. What day this. are you on? <laughs> this September took a lot out of me, Clip. All right. We'll, we'll get you back. Are we, where are we? Uh, we are about to talk to Miles Berry on the Players' Lounge when we return Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Still got to talk to Jeremy Lewis, also Isaiah Winstead as well. A lot more to go. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, thank you, Charlie Rhodes. Chandler Honeycutt here on a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Pirates coming off a 48-28 win over South Florida. We continue on with the Delcor Players Lounge and talk to... East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry. Miles, how you doing today? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm good. Doing Thanks great. I'm glad to hear you're good because we did have a question for yeah, you, and I didn't up? see this. Uh, Will yeah. brought it up on Facebook Live. He said, "Ask Miles Berry if he's okay after that long punt return by Fleming." He said, <laughs> "My boy got blindsided." So I, I, I didn't know. I didn't even get blindsided. It was just one of those things where. So, boom, Malik catches it, makes a couple guys miss, and I see him turning the corner. I'm kind of signaling because it's nothing but green grass my way. 
So I'm leading a block. We're making a wall for him. And then I just see a huge lineman. He came out of nowhere. Um, but I knew I had to. Malik was running behind me, so I had to make that block. I made the block, but he I definitely felt more of the block than he did. <laughs> he didn't really move much, but, hey, I set up the block. Yeah. Um, and uh, Malik made a great play on that on that punt return. So yeah. <laughs> Do you know Miles when the last time East Carolina had a punt return for a touchdown? Mm, I had to. Let me think. I'd, I'd say it was say before Dwayne, Dwayne Harris. No, he never had one. Are you had all those great returns. Wow. Dwayne oh, never had one. Was, I was thinking Snee, but I was a kicker nah, return. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. That's bad. So we almost had to make what happen this year. Oh, the player? Yeah, the player. Give me a hint. He was a cornerback, and his name was Travis Williams. Oh, Do you I know it? No, I would not have gotten that. Travis Williams. Wow. Uh, that's a long time Are ago. Serious? Almost had it on Saturday. Four. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool I to see. I got to let Malik know. Yeah. Yeah. Malik was directing traffic. Who was the guy that turned around, and then Malik kind of pushed uh, him? That was a pre. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, was a pre. He, uh... I don't know how he got spent around, but we was all a little dazed after that, you know, blocking from elite. But yeah. it was it was a good play, though. It was a great play. Do you know when the last time East Carolina had a kickoff return clip? Mm. I yeah, think I know that recently, one. but I can't remember who it was. Was it Sneed? Yeah, Sneed. What game? Ooh. Um, home game against Tulane. No. Who USF. was it against? USF. Last year. No, this was we were home, so that would have been either was, last year was or three years ago. That was nineteen, so three years ago. Because I remember he set that off, and then we got whooped. We got whooped. <laughs> it was the uh, opening kickoff. Opening kickoff, yeah. and then we didn't score mm. the rest of it. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why you remember it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there you go, Miles Berry, five tackles in the win over. South Florida, how much were you uh, chasing around Bohannon? He was he was tough. He was nah. He was he was a hard tackle. Uh, we knew he had a lot of scrambling ability, but he definitely used it against us. Uh, but we kind were of able a to, bigger scrambling quarterback is, too, yeah. right? He was he was a big guy. It was because we faced you know the shorter quarterback uh, from Campbell, yeah. but he he ran all over the field also. But he was he was definitely a lot bigger. We talked with Xavier about this uh, earlier. Another goal line stand yeah. for you guys. Two. You guys might lead the nation in goal line stands. We're, I don't know we if have they keep to be up there. there. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, you guys have really prod prod. You know, what am I trying prided to say? Yourselves. Prided yourselves. Yeah, I was going to say. Can you say prided yourselves? Yeah. On say it. The, prided yourselves. <laughs> there you go. On making these goal line stands, which is really makes a statement about what this defense is all about. Sure. Yeah. Um, Really, as soon as we as soon as we get deep, get deep in the red zone and and then we get closer to the goal line, we're just like we cannot let these guys score. You know, we we got to bow up, got to do what we need to do. We got to win the point of contact. So so we keep these guys out the end zone, and it's been we've been very successful in doing that this year. And somebody said this uh, that man, I bet uh, Blake Carroll is eating Donnie's lunch at practice on these <laughs> goal line, and it's probably give and take. They probably score. Yeah, few. it's definitely give and take. But man, I bet those are some pretty intense battles out there most definitely when practice. we when we set up goal line or like ball on the three four yard line we know that we're going to be in those situations come in game on both sides of the ball so we really we really compete there and you know some days defense gets the best of offense and some days offense gets the best of defense but it's great it's a great competition in those those uh drills miles love to to see you after a play celebrate show emotion you yes, do sir. it quite a bit and uh how many? I think we've seen you too. How many uh, different handshakes do you have with your Man. teammates after big plays? I have a lot. So I have one with X, 
Rajay, Keaton, Stubby, Gerard, Stringer. Uh, Luckily, you're a smart guy. They're all all different? All different. They're all (laughs) uh, unique to maybe like an inside joke or something that we are both common with. I know me and X's, we have like the the shoot piece one. Uh, Gerard and I, we have kind of like the anime samurai one because we both love anime. both me and Rajay have like somewhat icy because he calls himself icy and I'm ice cold, so that's kind of our thing. But we we have some good ones. That's Flip, awesome. it's easier for him to memorize the playbook than it is <laughs> all these answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, I have a pretty good memory. Well, so like I said, I, luckily I he's an intelligent that. guy; he I can uh, remember all this stuff. Absolutely. Uh, but that's fun, man, and uh, winning is fun too. So, uh, what was it like on uh, Sunday? Get back out on the practice field following a W this week? Ah, uh, it was a great feeling. You know, definitely, you know, weight off our shoulders the sun was a little clearer and you know hotter so it was it was definitely a great day we were we were just great to have handled last week like we did because it was a crazy week we didn't really know what was going to happen you know all the ins and outs and details of it but we handled it very well and and got the w so it just made you know sunday a little bit better you guys have been so good in the second half of the season this time a blowout in the first half so and we talked to Jeremy and X. It wasn't like you guys partied in the locker room at halftime nah. or nothing. You guys were still focused on it. But I don't know. Is is it kind of easy to let the mind slip when you're up 41 to 7 at halftime? Yeah, it's almost human nature. Yeah. You know, you want to relax. It's like, oh, we're winning. You know, it's cool. But can't 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 do that, especially not in our league. And, and that's what USF did. They took advantage of it. They made some plays that might not have worked in the first half. They worked in the second half. So we had to really buckle down and, and kind of get back in the groove of it. And we know that going into the rest of the season, we can't have those uh, mishaps and, and give up those cheap touchdowns and those cheap plays going into the second half. We talked to Xavier about what you guys are able to do in the locker room, get with your position coach, which I guess is the coordinator, Blake Harrell, well, right? Yeah. So as you being an upperclassman and Xavier, I'm sure Blake's giving instructions to you guys. How much are y'all giving input on, hey, this is working, this isn't working? What are those conversations like? So as soon as halftime starts and then he comes down from the press box, he's boom, he's giving us instruction and giving us instruction. So we're primarily listening and then we'll give our input in later or I'll ask questions, you know, based off what I've seen the whole first half and then we make adjustments. We talk about different things, but it's definitely, he's giving us information. We're regurgitating and giving him back information. So we're just trying to solve problems. You know, any problems that we've had starting out in the game, we, we get on the drawing board and we, we do what we need to do to fix them. The, and that's during halftime. How about during, uh, while you're on the sidelines, if you give up a score or if you get a three and out, how much conversation, what is that like on the sideline? So he's communicating with the rest of the defensive coaches from the press box. So if he needs to communicate something, he'll get you know all of them all on the mic at the same time. So we definitely will receive any information that he, he wants to tell us. And if he wants to talk to us personally, then he'll call down. Uh, from the press box on on one of the phones and but yeah we we communicate very well uh and and we like i said we solve issues and that's we adjust well and i think that's why we've had the successes that we've had awesome uh defensive performance all year long who is the most animated coach uh when it comes to yelling and uh intensity so we have we have a lot of we have a lot of personalities in that i'll say for the coaching staff coach ellis is is very southern very country so he has kind of a a different animation about him and then coach weaver coach weaver is kind of talking junk yelling he almost bursts his uh vocal cores yeah. on a, on a weekly basis so he's he's that type of guy and then coach tesh is just kind of like the 
you know, bump it, bump the bump the call, just attack, attack, attack. <laughs> so we have a we have a lot of different personalities, but I'll give it to Coach Ellis. I'll okay. give it to Coach Ellis. All right, yeah, that shark mentality Most that he likes yeah. to always talk about. Miles Berry joining us, Troy. You want to do the I, honors? No, uh, I wasn't. Gonna, well, I don't, I I feel like it's too late now. What like do you mean? Missed the moment because now someone's tuned in. They're like, I can't believe they asked him that question. <laughs> what do you what mean? question? We set it what, up. What, what we talked about Xavier about? Yeah. Well, you set it up from NFL. All right. So All DK right. Metcalf is on a cart, which we hate to see, but it wasn't for an injury. He, was he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. He had to use the bathroom. And he, right. had, he felt he could not walk and make it. This yeah. is like documented. So they carted him off, and he made it. That is, I mean, that I don't know if that's a, a game. if that's a rich flex, like <laughs> you know, to be able to get carted off to use the bathroom. Like, do they have carts for us if we need to go? You know, on the on the college level. So no trainer was with yeah. him. He was just a driver going to take it away. Like show forward to, yeah, right. to the to go to the bathroom. Um, but has that ever happened to me? No. That's kind of like my my pregame routine you know, i have to use the bathroom before we go out on the play sometimes i might have to pee a little bit but if anything that gives me a little bit of edge while playing if you gotta if you gotta pee a little bit but i can't have that weight uh while while playing on the field i gotta get it out miles barry and myself are very similar in that yeah. aspect <laughs> his game is football my game is broadcasting often yeah. i have to go before show clip yeah gotta and go then i'm good and I, I, sometimes you have to hold the pee during the show makes me a little edgier a little yeah. more focused yeah and again, un- uncomfortable conversation, yeah. but something people can relate to. Every, look, yeah. Not everybody can be linebacker for a D1 school. Everybody has to use the bathroom, though. <laughs> Thank you, Miles. <laughs> That's exactly where I was headed with this thing. This is a very relatable conversation. Most definitely. I was kind of fascinated, too, about uh, snack time at halftime. So, yeah. Miles, are you eating anything at halftime? Uh, X says he does fruit, uh, snacks. fruit snacks, which my kids love. Yeah, so I'll go fruit snacks if I kind of want a little quick, quick little sugar. Uh, or something, you know. Um, but I like a banana, either a banana or like some peanut butter crackers if I'm a little hungry. Because peanut butter, it it'll knock out yeah. the hunger real quick. So now what I'll do is I'll do a banana and put peanut butter on the banana. Mm. Hey, I had a trainer give me that. Tra- he said that, always eat a banana with peanut butter. The protein is no, nah, that, that sounds good. Yeah, I might have to try a that. Snack. Uh, that's good for uh, cramping too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and mustard. Yeah. yeah, mustard is really good. So some dudes would be chugging a pack of mustard. I, mm, <laughs> I, I would have to really be in pain to chug a pack of mustard. Yeah, I don't really have to have a hot dog to deliver that. Yeah, I'll knock I don't on, even like hot dogs. So. Yeah, I'll knock on wood. I feel. I guess you guys have done a good job hydrating. I haven't seen many like cramping issues with the team, right? Yeah, I, I think we we had a different emphasis on hydration and, and kind of stretching with even some of the lifts that we do uh it's more like recovery lifts instead of maybe like just straight weighted um lifts so i think that helps but yeah a lot of the guys we we take care of our bodies and and we stretch out when we need to and yeah we've we've been very healthy not a lot of uh muscle tissue issues how much of it is staying hydrated like really the day before a game too not waiting i'll say a couple of days honestly probably like start? probably like thursday if I know I'm playing Saturday, I'm really drinking heavy Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Um, maybe. What do you What do you like? Is it Gatorade? Or are you just drinking water? Or what do you? Guys I, I love water. Water is definitely number one. But I love Gatorade. And then I'll we have uh, these packets called like Drip Drop, and you can put it in your water, mm-hmm. and it's just for hydration. And they they have different flavors. I like them, um, but they they definitely give me the hydration I need uh, when I need it. So, but yeah, Thursdays is the day I'm chugging water, so I'm I'm good and hydrated by Saturday. Yep. Miles Berry joining us. Miles, what's your uh, your strength, your expertise in the weight room? What uh, 
what lift what do, do I you like? Flex I like on guys on? I like squatting. Um, I think I squat. I have a pretty high squat. Squat well. Uh, I'll say I bench too. I don't bench as like X is a. He's a strong guy, like no doubt about it. Uh, but I think I, I think I bench pretty well. But I like what honestly. Bench? What I, are you benching nowadays? I'm benching like 305, 315. Yeah. yeah. So little because I kind of <laughs> I kind of still have my DB strength a little bit at times, you know, just depending on the lift. But um, yeah, I, I'll say squat, squatting and benching. All but right. then I like to run too. I'm I'm a I like to run. I'm probably not. I know X and Chance might have a. Something to say about this, but the fastest linebacker out the group. So, all right, Miles is claiming to be <laughs> the fastest. All right, uh, that, can, that can be settled pretty quickly. Yeah, it can be. They, can, they, they can, know. They can. They can time that. If we could do this in the off season and make sure no injuries happen, I'd love to set up a field day. Because last week we were talking to Isaiah Winstead. He said he's done a between the legs dunk. Uh, oh, said yeah. he could, and like who would win in a dunk contest? We talked to Jeremy earlier. He said him and CJ, Isaiah and CJ, yeah, would have a great dunk contest. CJ, CJ can jump out the gym. Jeremy can jump. Isaiah can jump. Josiah Hatfield can jump. So I would, I would like to see that too. But Troy, we need to set that up. We'll do races as well, like yeah. uh, sprints. Yeah. X and I used to hurdle too. He probably don't want to hurt him anymore because of his knee, you know. But uh, <laughs> maybe hey, a home run derby. Hey, you could do anything. that'd be uh, fun. Yeah, Holton would definitely love that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Holton would love that one. Yeah. So, uh, or is he rusty? Ooh. Could be. Could be. Yeah. We'll see. Let's find out. Miles, uh, always enjoy talking to you, man. What's that? You're, uh, you're an interesting cat, so uh, <laughs> we, we always appreciate it. I'm not caught up on uh, House of the Dragons. Get so on it. I'm two episodes behind. Get on it. So I'll, I need to catch up What's on that. What's that on? Uh, HBO. Oh, HBO yeah. Max. I hear a lot of people talking about the Dombler uh, deal on Netflix. What's his name, Troy? Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. What, did I, what did I say? You said uh, I, I added know. an L in there. <laughs> Doppler? I I, I, the Doppler. I watched the first. It was Is too it dark too creepy? for me. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. it as, as a news story. I'm old enough yeah. to remember when it was a real in real life, not on Netflix. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch it. And those things are interesting to me, but this almost feels too real and too dark and too, like... Well, it was real. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. That's not... That's not really my cup of tea. I like more, you know, thriller, sci-fi, good comedy. But, you know, knowing that a lot of people um, were victim of kind of his creepiness and all that thing, I don't know. Makes it, but it's interesting. It's yeah. definitely interesting, but I don't think I'm going to be watching it. It's not feel-good television. No, 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 it's not, not feel-good at all. Cuddle on the couch type of show. <laughs> nah, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Miles, uh, enjoyed it, man. Have a good week of practice this good week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. And uh, by the way, you said you were ready for a road trip, so I am ready for yeah. number two. Here. I like uh, I like being on the road. You okay. know, uh, who's your roommate? My, I don't have a roommate. Oh, I live alone. I wonder. On I'm, the road? I meant on the road, like your hotel. Oh, yeah, oh, hotel. Trey. Your, your travel Taylor Jackson. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor Jackson. Yeah, that's okay. my that's my boy. So yeah. he won't have any issues. Good okay. deal. Yeah, because you got to get along. Yeah, got so, to. Yeah. And you usually are paired up with somebody in your position group. So yeah, did he go down Saturday? He did. How's he? Yeah, no, nah, he's he's doing fine. He'll okay. um, you know, just rehabbing heavy. Got a little ankle or something. So, uh, but I think he'll be he'll be back and ready to go. And y'all got to uh, play for forty seven the rest of the year too. Right? Roger. Yeah. So uh, hate that. I know, man. Hey, what happened to Raw? But he he's gonna be back. No back doubt. Better than ever. All right, Miles. Enjoyed it as always, Thank man. You. Thank Thanks you for having me. All right, Miles Barry on the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a break. Come back. Have more for you. Jeremy Lewis dropped by the Pirate Radio Studios earlier today. We'll have that interview for you and more when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. That's right. Dolphins lost, Panthers lost, Commanders lost, but the Pirates won. So it's a victory Monday around here. And we're all excited about it. Finally, we all get to suffer a loss on a Monday for our pro teams. Mm. That's the first time that's happened this year. Yeah. Well, technically the Dolphins lost uh, Thursday, but that counts, right? Yeah, that counts. Yeah. Uh, Rough, rough Sunday for us, but a fun Saturday. I enjoyed it. I said it during the game and after the game on the post-game show. That was a... Fireworks. Yeah, it was like a fun college football oh watching gosh. experience. And, like, sure, you want the defense to pitch a shutout and not give up ADR plays, but from an entertainment standpoint, if we're going to answer it with three ADR plays, then I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's see some fireworks. Absolutely. I guess Donnie Kirkpatrick gathered his offensive players and said, hey, let's go listen to the fifth quarter uh, yeah. after the game uh, against Navy. Thanks, Donnie. And uh, so that I guess that fired him up. But that offense was clicking on all cylinders yesterday. I was looking at the stats earlier, and the distribution's still there with all these receivers. And even Marlon Gunn got a couple of re- uh, receptions out of the backfield. So, I mean, when this offense is clicking like it is on Saturday, they're dangerous because the defense, is, as we know, is, is just as dominant as ever. Uh, Blake Harrell doing a good job on that side of the football for the Pirates. So when this when this offense is clicking, East East Carolina can beat just about anybody on its schedule. I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in today. Let's get those likes uh, up on YouTube though. Got to do that. Facebook doing a good job today. YouTube lacking a bit. Still have 21 more watchers than we do likes at the moment. So we're gonna need that number to shoot on up. So if you could find it in your heart to give us a like please, today please and by the way i'm going to start doing this i'm going to start getting the stream up and running about between five and ten minutes before the show and i'm going to have this graphic on there and it's it's going to be like a reminder do you ever go into class when you were either in like middle school or high school and the teacher would have like an assignment for you to do on the board this is what we i'm, I'm literally telling you on this graphic to smash that like button so mm-hmm. when you come into the broadcast when you come into the live stream to watch us whether it's on facebook or on youtube smash the like and i get it i'm a procrastinator sometimes i wait sometimes i do my best work when i'm up against it when i when i wait too long but go ahead and get it out of the way go ahead. then and you then ain't got to worry about it for the rest of the show then you can just kick back kick your feet back for three hours so then you can say clip and chandler quit telling me yeah and tell us what like you are too. Are you like number sixteen? Be pro. Be were prideful. You the, were you the twenty? Who wants to be the twenty fourth like? Yep. Who wants to be the Ken Griffey Jr. like? It could be you, and then you could be the the Jim Tomei like, and then the Clinton Portis like, and then number twenty seven is Steve Atwater. Was he number twenty seven? That popped in my brain. Daryl Green's twenty eight. <laughs> Who's twenty nine? Chandler. Mm. 
I was going to go uh, Eddie George, but he wasn't. Wow, how did I get Steve Atwater 27? I got a random-ass brain. Who's uh, 29? I thought it was uh, Eddie George. Eddie George was 27. Yeah. Um. All right, well, there you go. We need to find a number 29. But take pride in, in the like, the number of like that you are. Do it. Take pride in it. Have fun. Help us out. Newton says then why were they not clicking in the second half just trying to figure out line up here what was that in response to i guess the offense i was talking about how the offense was clipping on all cylinders and you well, i guess because maybe south florida decided to do some things differently after giving up 41 in the yeah. first half yes yeah, so there's two teams Pirates put up 41 points they only put up a touchdown in the second half but you would you, you love to see the pirates come out of the second half and and stomp their foot on the gas pedal but i guess uh south florida had other plans they come out and just like that i believe in the first seven minutes of the second half they had two touchdowns so uh bulls were ready to play coming out of the gate in the second half jay eric dickerson 29 well done jay good one good Good 29 there thank you all right earlier today talk to jeremy lewis he dropped by the pirate radio studios this morning and had a chat with jeremy but uh you can watch that interview it's actually been up all day on youtube and facebook because we recorded it live on uh, youtube and facebook let's hear the audio version of that right now with east carolina russian jeremy lewis let's head back inside the Delcor Players Lounge and talk to East Carolina defensive player Jeremy Lewis. He joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Jeremy, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Can't complain. How are you? Doing good. And uh, congrats on the win on the road. You guys go down, take care of business against South Florida. I uh, had to feel good coming off that loss to, to come back strong against USF. Almost definitely. We played a real talented uh, USF team, but we came out, you know, we was ready to play. We prepared all week, and, like, we knew we was going to play, you know, no matter the circumstances, you know, due to the weather or whatnot. So regular preparation, and it showed we came out came out strong early on. But it's been a long time since we've had, like, a lead like that going into halftime. So now we're kind of glad we got that experience. So now we know what we need to do to, like, you know, keep the foot on the pedal next time. And, you know, maybe the score would have got even worse, but yeah that's a good point because you guys have been such a second half team dominating the second half this time you dominate the first half and i don't know jeremy is it what was there like celebrating in the halftime locker room was it nah, it wasn't yeah it wasn't no celebrating like all you heard was zero to zero like yeah. let's come on let's keep the foot on the gas but i mean you got a, a talented team over there that just probably wasn't put together as well as they could be but usf had a lot of players like players that could come ecu and play as well so like you know it's a very talented team over there so they started making some plays started making some adjustments and it wasn't just like we we gave up you know they just started making some plays and you know they started to bounce back so we didn't i don't feel like we got conservative i don't feel like like you know we just we just they just it just it was a real good football team you know but we also had a uh, quarterback to chase around for 60 minutes oh, yeah. uh bohan yeah was uh and we were talking about how kind of big and thick he was for how quick he was yeah. uh, he was uh He's a talented player, and uh, I'm sure you were feeling it after that game, trying to run around after that guy. Oh, yeah, you can definitely tell how he took, uh, like, he took Baylor to, what was it? Well, they won the Big 12 championship championship. and went to a big ball. Yeah, Yeah, he took Baylor to the Big 12 championship. So, I mean, you can obviously tell that he that he got some talent like it's a big boy he can move around it's hard to get him down so yeah it's a good football player 
how about the uh the trip itself you, you talked about how you guys stayed focused during the week and and kudos to everybody involved east carolina south florida and fau for announcing early in the week when you would play where you would play so you guys wouldn't have to worry about that but how about the the flight i've heard from people that if you got through the first 5 10 15 minutes it was a pretty smooth flight right oh yeah All it, was good? A, it was a little rough getting up in the air but you know it was smooth after that uh shout out to jake jake crickendall he's he's a great guy he's an amazing guy you know he plans these trips six months ahead of time and for him to get this trip planned out in just one week so we can play it's like that's that's not a it's not a small assignment so he was able to you know find us a new hotel find us a new stadium all this and that plan everything get everything situated for us and it's really overlooked but he's he's legit so shout out to him and you know, but yeah, the plane ride was smooth. On the way down, you know, we took a we took a path of least resistance. You know, trying to stay away yeah. from the hurricane as much as possible. So it was a little bit longer, but on the way back, it was shorter and smoother. Though. Are you pretty good on flights, regardless? Do oh, you yeah. get nervous? How, how do you do on a plane? I really, I really don't like heights, but I mean, you just got to <laughs> deal with it. Like yep. it, over time, you know, you just get accustomed to it. So. It's, I'm good now. Back on the road this week against Tulane, getting ready for the uh, the Green Wave. But uh, getting your first conference win, getting back over 500. I, I say it every week. You guys do a great job uh, when we talk to you on Mondays of putting the last one behind you, win or lose, right? So yeah. what was the uh, the focus like on uh, Sunday, getting back out to practice after uh, a W this time? Oh, it's normal. Same thing. Yeah. Keep, keep the main thing the main thing. You know, watch this film, make your corrections, make your checks. Because like I said, that game could have been like – we could have, like, kept the foot on the gas, but we made some mistakes, we, some misassignments and whatnot. So, you know, watch film, you know, get the rust off, and you take Monday off, and then now we focus on two lanes. So, you know, that's a real tough team, you know, got to be ready for them. Jeremy, uh, you got to do your job no matter what the offense is doing, but when they're out there throwing bombs to CJ, oh, yeah. Isaiah, everybody's getting a little piece of the action. Uh uh, you know, what's that like? Watch that's gotta be fun watching oh, no, on the that's, sidelines. That's amazing. So, I mean, I've been watching Holden throw the ball to CJ since I was a kid. So, you used to not that, like it, yeah, <laughs> used to not like it. Now I love it, but now it's like seeing that happen and you know, like seeing him back on track. Like, his freshman year, he was doing it every game, you know what I'm saying? But you know, he's had his ups and downs, and now he's back. He's he's back that he's well, he's never wasn't that guy, but yeah. you know, now he's just showing it again. So, you know, no, he was number one receiver probably in the country that week so you know what I'm saying seeing that that's that's amazing you know showing everybody that he still got it no matter the circumstances you know a lot of people like to pin out his negatives but I love to pin out his positives you know that he was he was counted out a lot like could, could he does he still have it can he still do it and he's showing no every week that he still still can so and then seeing Holton come out here throw for six touchdowns you know Oh my God! It's the it's, yeah. We keep doing that. I don't. I don't see why we can't win out the season. You know yeah, one of the best first halves of football I, I can remember watching uh, for East Carolina's offense. And you guys, of course, did your part as well with more goal line stands. We'll talk about that in a moment. But I know CJ uh, had a, a loss in the family and playing with a heavy heart. And everybody's got something going on. I mean, we bring stuff in our personal life here to work, just like every other human does. So you never know what's really happening behind closed doors. But we saw um, a. A peak in the postgame locker room and Mike Houston arm around CJ got kind of emotional and uh, I know you as his brothers had his back all week and, and will continue to, to have his back. Almost definitely you know nobody really sees that outside picture you know they just see the football standpoint from things but he was going through some things it was a rough week for him he was able to stay focused and that shows a lot of maturity in him 
you know, a lot of leadership, stay focused, stay stay motivated, stay locked into the game plan and go out there and, you know, ex- expose that. Like, and so that, that was that was really good from him. I'm really proud of him, you know. That's good. that's my boy. Jeremy, uh, something else we talk about every Monday is goal line. We talk about third down defense a lot and goal line defense, and we were counting them up. I think we're at five goal line stands this oh, yeah. year. And uh, you had another turnover at the goal line and then another stop late in the game when uh, things got a little dicey. You guys had to had to uh, bow up, and you did. And, and that man, that, I'll ask you again, that mentality. Like, you guys really think when a team gets inside the five, they're not going to score. Yeah, so what's funny is actually I was talking to one of the, one of their players. You know, we get to talking junk. And I was talking to one of their players, and they was on the one-yard line. And I told them, I bet y'all, y'all won't score. Like, <laughs> we just got that that mentality. I told them, I can't Like, right when we got that first stop on that QB sneak, I said we were the best goal line D in the country. And we really feel like that. So, you yeah, know, we play with that grit. We play that, with that aggression, you know. And we, we don't really, like, we don't really get nervous when they get down. I mean, it's it's like it's not it's not easy to do. Like what we're doing is a hard task, and you know I'm proud of all the guys, every coaching staff, putting us in the right position to make plays, and the boys just putting their backs against the wall and, and you know stopping stopping other teams. So I mean, I love it. It's really fun to watch, and now you've raised the expectations for us viewers that yeah. when the team gets down there, yeah. we expect either three or zero yeah. on the board for them. So that, that's been awesome. Uh, talking to Jeremy Lewis. Jeremy, uh, some some more bad news today. I saw that Rajay Harris is likely to miss the rest of the season, and we were talking before we came on. And uh, man, Rajay is maybe the most positive guy we talk to every Monday. Yeah. His attitude is one percent. He builds up people. Uh, he, he helps us out, Jeremy. Like you guys get over it quicker than we do sometimes, yeah. and uh, and he's that kind of guy. Now I just hope, and I think that. We'll kind of everybody, but especially you guys on the team and his family will rally around him and help lift him up because, uh, man, he's such a, a great positive kid and going through some stuff. But, man, uh, if anybody can bounce back, I would think it would be him. It is very disheartening here what happened to him. So, you know, he shows up every day. He goes to work. You know, he's a hard worker. He doesn't no days off, you know, 1%. That's his, that's his model. That's his thing. And he shows that every single day. You know, no matter the highs or the lows, no matter what's going on, like he's gonna make sure he's doing his job. You know, making sure he's keeping everybody up, keeping everybody motivated. So I, I know like it's gonna be an amazing comeback for him. You know, coming back like turn your ACL. He was he had big goals for this season. So now I just gonna expect more next year. You know, more from him. So. Yeah, uh, he's done an awesome job this year. Got a nose for the end zone. Found it again on Saturday, and yeah. uh, we're gonna miss him. But uh, hopefully, can uh, can keep checking in with him here on Pirate Radio because man, we love his uh, his positivity, his attitude. Uh, Jeremy, were you able uh, to watch uh, Houston Tulane at all on Friday night? Uh, we was so we had just got out of meeting, so I watched the last little bit of it, and I watched that third string quarterback, you know, go down and look good. Yeah, but. Yeah, that was that was crazy, you know. And it sounds like Michael Pratt, their starter, might be back, but it doesn't matter. I, like they had their backup went in, he played well before getting hurt, and then the mm-hmm. third stringer came in and beat Houston on the road. So yeah. it don't matter who you face; they're going to be pretty talented, right? Yeah, they're very talented. They 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 uh they rem- they remind me of us, you know, very physical, you know, good culture, good locker room. Yeah, like they, uh, they play together, they stick together, and you know, and that's. That's what separates them. That's probably why they pulled out that game. So, you know, it's a very good team. Got a great quarterback that's coming back. Uh, Love to see what we can do versus him. 
do you you probably don't get a chance much does it matter what city you go to like do you get to enjoy new orleans when you go at all or nah, not really <laughs> yeah <laughs> so don't play that you know yeah. just be locked in laser focus you know we ain't really for you it's just like a hotel that. room and, oh yeah and you don't even know where you are really right yeah uh yeah well maybe when you uh when you're at a at a college and, and playing pro ball you can enjoy some oh, new yeah. orleans some bourbon street uh jeremy lewis joining us jeremy last week i think we asked isaiah uh winstead who he thought the best basketball player on the team was and he thought about it and he said cj and i said you know jeremy played and i think i think he said he probably he hadn't seen you play so uh so where do you rank right now amongst the best basketball players on the team i'm number one oh yeah i'm number one okay also we want to uh isaiah said he's dunked between the legs before i believe it yeah he's a freak freak i I think in the off season we get CJ, Isaiah. You, you want to be in the dunk contest? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. That ain't your thing? Not with my hips. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. All right. Uh, but CJ, I, though, oh, God. CJ, by far, probably will win that. Nah, the only person I think that probably can stick with him is just I Hatfield. Oh, okay. He, he can fly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All you right. Know, he can run. He can jump as well. Too, hoping so. to uh, – I know he's been dealing with some, some injuries, right? So, hoping yeah. to see him back on the field. But – uh, great performance on Saturday. Got Tulane coming up uh, this week, and uh, everything else good with you, Jeremy? Yes, sir. All right, feeling good, feeling positive. Pirates back in the uh, win column on Saturday. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, man. We'll catch up with you again next Monday. Uh, good luck on Saturday. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. That was Jeremy Lewis joining us earlier today inside the Pirate Radio studios. Really enjoying the talk, uh, enjoying our chats with these guys on the players lounge and uh jeremy and a lot of the guys have said similar things tulane reminds them of themselves and you talk about hard news chandler but physical teams physical uh, hard news uh, uh they, they, really good bunch they mentioned the word culture willie fritz mike houston have uh put their stamp their imprint on uh on their teams and that could explain why the line came out on sunday as they pick them pick them first time we've seen a pick them same teams this year who's favored not east carolina not tulane it is a pick them they're very familiar or very similar to us so and uh man how about tulane getting a win on the road at houston and for the people that don't know they go on the road to kansas state and get a win and their third street quarterback man I mean, going in there big time and uh, getting a win against the Cougars. On we were talking night. about that on Saturday on the pregame. Like, could you imagine Alex Flynn or Ryan Stubblefield going yeah. in and winning on the road at Houston? I mean, that's what Tulane just did. So it kind of tells you a lot about their team top to bottom and a good defensive team as well. So East Carolina will need their A game when they go to New Orleans. We'll talk to the voice of the Green Wave later this week. Hello. Hello. Safe. Safe. We'll uh, hear from Corey Glore coming up. Also, I've reached out to our buddy Todd Graffinini, and I texted him yesterday. I believe, well, I know, following his social media, he was in London watching the Saints play. So hopefully, he'll see my text when he, whenever he gets back to the mainland. Uh, But he's gearing up for another year of Pelicans hoops. uh, Former play-by-play voice of Tulane and hoping we can catch up with Graf uh, sometime this week as well as he watched his Saints lose to the uh, Vikings on Sunday morning. Mm, double doink. Another double doink. Yeah. Uh, this one was upright crossbar. Mm-hmm. And uh, from 60, I think. Yeah, it was deep. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was out there. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number two and get you set for hour number three. Still got a couple of interviews to go on today's program. And uh, we'll see what you're saying in the chat rooms as well. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live. Check us out. YouTube, Facebook Live. And give us a like. Right now we're on Barry Bonds. We need that 26. We need that Clinton Portis like. Who's it going to be? We'll find out when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, how about a uh, Monday Night Football doubleheader tonight on Pirate Radio? We got D.H. Conley Havelock coming up at 7 o'clock. And then, Shirley, that'll uh, take us into Monday Night Football, correct? Uh, Yeah, if you want us to. <laughs> Was that... Well, I mean, what time is kickoff for Conley? Seven? Yeah. Okay. So that puts it at what? Uh, how long does a high school football game take these days? I don't know. I'll find out tonight because i got to be here and fill in for Wes Hines. Okay. So I'll be here all damn day. Anyway, uh, nine thirty. Chandler, you do high school football. How long? I would are the say on average, it's about two and a half hours. Yeah. So Monday night football kicks off at what eight twenty? Eight twenty. Okay, so we'll miss roughly about the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Niners and Rams coming up tonight. Good NFC West matchup. Hopefully, more points than the last time we saw the Niners on national TV. Uh, Saturday on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show, uh, we were having a fun show. Uh, this guy called in. I think he was trying to do a bit. I don't know if he was trying to take us off our game or or what the, the point was, or maybe he was being genuine in his uh, comparisons, but started talking about hot dogs. And like Robert Plant saying, yes, there are two paths you can go by. One path was to shut it down. The other path was to play along and join in on the hot dog conversation. And Billy and I chose path two to join in. So, uh, Shirley, let's hear this call uh, from Kevin in Wilmington Saturday night on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Kevin is up in Wilmington. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Clay. How are you? Good, man. All right, so I, I want to talk about something, but then I heard your commercial talking about hot dogs, and I just I feel like this team this year is reminding me a lot of hot dogs. Like always, like they taste good, like things seem good, but a lot of times you leave, you either become saturated, feel good, or you you got that heartburn, just don't feel good. I ain't, I ain't, it was kind of weird us having to play an away game, a kind of neutral site, but not neutral because nobody was there. 
I, do you think that we can keep this momentum going? Because I feel like if we had played in Tampa without the hurricane and stuff, that, that Donnie now offense wouldn't have been able to move the ball. They've been moving it like they did today. It'd have been more like against Navy. I just kind of want to get how you feel if we think we can keep this this momentum going or if uh, if this is just kind of a flash in the pan like one of them good hot dogs. I feel like it's kind of like <laughs> eating a hot dog. Like you eat the first half of it and, you know, should I keep going with the rest of this or should I – mix it up, put it back on the plate, maybe try one of the side dishes, but I always go and eat the rest of the hot dog. I think this team right now, Kevin, is thinking the same thing. They've got a Joey Chestnut mentality. They're going to keep eating the hot dogs. Keep eating the hot dogs. They're going to keep on eating those hot dogs, and sooner or later, we're going to look up. We're in a hot dog damn bowl game, Let me tell you, man, last week's hot dog didn't have nothing on it. Yeah, that was a plain Nothing. It was a plain hot dog. This week's hot dog was like the one I had at Wrigley Field. It's called a Wrigley Dog, and it's got sweet relish on it. It's got mustard on it. It's got ketchup on it, and it's got it's even got a pickle on it. Now, when you got when you're running the ball and you're throwing the ball and you got pickles on it, no, come on now, pickles is that's too that's like no, a trick play. It was that's no uh, no. I but, want mustard and ketchup and chili. What about the sweet relish? Again, that's kind of like a flea flicker. No, though. that's not. Oh, uh, that's a traditional Chicago dog. But we're not the playing. Sweet, but the sweet relish is like what we do here at East Carolina. We throw the football down the field. And we let our talented receivers go up and get the ball. That's the sweet relish. Kevin, how do you right? feel about? I had sweet relish today on my dog. How do you feel about cocktail weenies? Kevin. Oh man, especially when you make them with that there uh, some grape jelly. Some- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. How about what do you guys think about uh, piggies in a blanket? That's- mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and you dip them in some barbecue yes, sauce, sir. or even oh. put some ranch on. Put a little ranch on it, Kevin. Put some ranch on it. Woo, woo. <sighs> now you boys, let, let's just hope that. That Donnie doesn't go burn these hot dogs because we, we've seen the good now. We've seen the good now. And I don't want to go back to the bad. That's right. I want to see them dogs plump when you cook them. Don't burn them dogs, uh-uh. Donnie. Don't. don't. All right. Don't burn them. He's he a little doggy, too. We don't need him out there, a little dog and pony show. <laughs> All right, Kevin. I think this has run its course. <laughs> Thank you. That was good for a while there. All right. There is Kevin in Wilmington. And, folks, that's the kind of insight and analysis you get right here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show. That was well done. Well done by you guys. Chandler, if you could, please describe the kind of hot dog we saw in the uh, Panthers-Cardinals game yesterday. Playing with no bun. Just uh, It's just a hot dog. Yeah. That was disgusting. It was. As um, Michael Winstead would say, that was straight up dumpster juice. Straight dumpster juice, especially for that first uh, the first quarter. Oh my god, that was that was disgusting. So, uh, but we know some people that had uh, Christian McCaffrey first touchdown. Mm, what a uh, thrilling and, and, and what a roller coaster that was. Yeah. Frankie Luvu picks off Kyler Murray. For people that don't know, in gambling, you can bet on the first touchdown, which pays out really good odds because mm-hmm. it's a difficult bet to hit. And, like, every player on the field is available yes. to choose. Um, and, yeah, we knew a couple guys that took Christian McCaffrey and were really all in on that bet. One of the guys said uh, the Panthers are getting the ball first. So we got all excited, and that guy then found out that, no, the uh, the Panthers were and kicking off. that guy's off. an idiot. But then they got to stop, and they got the ball, and then both of those guys got excited. 
and then they saw the Panthers offense go for it on fourth down, not get it. On their own 41-yard line. And then they weren't as excited, and then yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then uh, early second quarter, Frankie Luvu picks it off, and this guy that I know that had Christian McCaffrey um, first touchdown, who is also a Panther fan, get excited, and then realize, wait, Frankie, don't take it to the house. Get out of bounds Knock so Christian McCaffrey can score the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. But Frankie Luvo takes it to the house, and that is the Panthers, well, I was about to say only touchdown. They did get a late garbage dumpster juice touchdown at the end of the game. But uh, Panthers offense is absolutely horrid, and Baker Mayfield at this moment in time is a terrible, man, terrible, terrible quarterback is this the, this is the worst he's ever been he's awful this yeah. is this is this is baker bottom baby and i know on the c3 panther podcast hosted by our good friend tony dunn baker bottom means that you are with baker but he is literally bottom of the barrel when it comes to quarterbacks and qbr he's yep. terrible it's Brutal. bad uh mike p says panthers versus cardinals was hot dog water I think that explains it quite well. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back when we return. We'll talk to Double B, Brian Bailey. Uh, See how much Cowboys he tries to force on me today after what happened on Sunday. And earlier today, Troy D talked to Isaiah Winstead. We got that conversation coming your way and a giveaway. Make you a winner on this Monday. It's a new month. Everybody is eligible to win as we turn the page to October. And we'll uh, have our winner, our booty bag, coming up in Hour 3. All ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960, and they are located on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All right, welcome back into Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Rock here. More to to go on the Players' Lounge coming up in a moment. We talk now to Brian Bailey, who uh, used to play on the field, now covers uh, players on the football field. Hey, he gets to travel with the team and go to the games. You're kind of like a player, Bailey. I tell you what, that is is the most fun to get to do and it's the biggest you know just just it's a really an honor and a privilege to get a chance to go and and just see some of the things that, that go on you know then those guys they did a great job of getting everything organized because there was no hiccup the whole time the plane it was a really smooth flight for 
we thought we were going to have. It was raining sideways when we left. And then uh, we get to Boca Raton, and we get right on the buses, get over to the hotel. Everybody gets gets their room key, gets you know settled in, and, and it was really a nice trip. I thought it was cool. Uh, Jeremy Lewis and, and the guys giving a shout-out to Jake Kirkendall because somebody's back there behind the scenes doing oh, yeah. all this planning. And with a week like that, and kudos to Bailey to East Carolina, South Florida, and to FAU for really putting it together pretty early in the week to kind of ease everybody's minds that look this is the plan we're gonna uh, go with that plan and worked out good as far as i know one of the ladies that was running the elevator in the press box i got in the elevator and i said this had to be a weird week for y'all because you know you got all of you know all of us and all of south florida and she goes well, i don't know who you're talking about y'all i'm not from around here <laughs> I was like, okay, it's a weird week for all of us then. (laughs) Uh, Patrick Mason said, I don't know if it was concessions or ticket taker, somebody at the gate. Uh, but he said they didn't even know who was playing in the game. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, just kind of sure. show up to work, and we're here, and two teams got different jerseys, and, and let's give it a game. What? Was there – there was no real atmosphere? Oh, it was none. No yeah. atmosphere. Was, they tried a little bit with the, the music and the band, you know, music, and, you know, it was South Florida's home game, obviously, so they had they had some signage. I think I showed some of that uh, in my Pirate Radio report for uh, Facebook but or Twitter, uh, wherever you guys put it, social media. Hey, but the, the, the fact – We that, don't use it. <laughs> I didn't think so. Sometimes. <laughs> Glenn uses it sometimes. <laughs> we use it every time. I know you do. Uh, but it's it's just one of those, it was just a weird deal. I mean, it's one of those things you never think you're going to see, and then you end up in Boca Raton, Florida. And, and Well, was, you, you always claim you're the only person that witnessed ECU beating Houston yeah, basketball that year. I was. But was it, did it remind you of those COVID football games that yeah, year? Yeah, it was kind of like that, except there was, there was more. Like, I always reference that Houston basketball game, because the weird thing to me about that game was, obviously, there was no atmosphere for basketball and you're playing the number what were they three or five they top five yeah. yeah so so you got a great team in and and they pirates won it by like 10 and nobody celebrated that day. <laughs> yeah I mean, it was like like horn blows yeah. everybody walks off ball goes up <laughs> horn and everybody's kind of looked around hey man nice job yeah. you did all right you scored 15 good job man <laughs> yeah, and they just walked off this one had a little bit, bit more you know pizzazz to it as far as the celebrations there were so many underlying stories you know with the hurricanes seeing some of the footage that were you know, probably what 150 miles from us or mm. 200 miles from us, and so we saw some of that. Uh, CJ, you know, we knew he was playing with a heavy heart, and he comes up big with that first touchdown. And I'll never forget, you know, he was right at my feet almost as I was videotaping the game, trying to help uh, Brian Meter with the coaches show, trying to get some down low footage. Uh, and 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 then he got up and went over to Big John and just really was just sulking. And then Coach Houston had his arm around him. It's just really good stuff as far as just uh, it shows you the team. I think it shows you a lot of the maturity that that CJ's gone through because he had to fight his way back on the team it was no guarantee he was coming back yeah and he has come back with a vengeance he's looked awesome and uh i referenced off the air the other day i didn't want anybody to take it the wrong way but the the brett Favre uh game where his father passed away and then monday night football he threw all those touchdowns and like played out of his mind that was crazy you see these things in sports and it's uh it's pretty special and and you know for cj to have the game he had i mean that's awesome something he'll never forget i know uh, his family appreciated, and his his brothers on the football team uh, certainly rallied around him. This and week. Coach Houston has some really good things to say about you know just the situation, and and he teared up a couple of times, you know, doing some interviews, and so it was uh, it was really just a neat thing to see CJ do what he did. And man, Holden was uh, was de- uh, dealing there in the <laughs> first half. How about that offensive explosion? Yeah, forty one points in the first half. It was just uh, you know uncanny to watch him you know go like that. And and, and then Coach Houston said at halftime he told. Everybody 
everybody hey zero zero yeah. it's easy to tell people that yeah but you just it's just hard to get everything back and uh usf made a nice little run really didn't get close but uh it was it was it was really a big win for the team that that needed it um and they go to tulane i think you know the winner of the tulane game stays in the hunt for the American Championship, you know, or playing in the American Championship game, and the loser probably is on the outside looking in. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. Tulane's one loss this year coming to Southern Miss, so they are spotless in the league, but it, yeah, you're right. This is kind of a winner uh, survive in advance, winner stays alive type game when it comes to the American race for East Carolina. They got their goals in mind. That's one of them. The other one, uh, get back to bowl eligibility, and this would be a, a big one, Bailey, if they could uh, get this W. Yeah, if you go to four and two, and, and then you're looking at some, you know, a couple of home games in a row, but you're looking at really difficult home games. I mean, Memphis and UCF, yeah, well, going to be tough outside of Temple, and look, you got to strap it on every week. But the rest of this schedule yeah. is is, I mean, you can win them all, you can lose them all. You know, that's uh, it's probably going to be a split one way or the other, but. Uh, it is. It's a tough road uh, here on out. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult schedule. We kind of knew that it would be. You kind of looked at September. You know, the goal obviously. You know, and, and I, the goal is to go four and zero. Oh, but realistically, three, you know, and, three one. and one would have been really, really nice. And yeah. you, you had a couple of chances to, to make it three and one. Uh, they didn't get it done. But uh, and they may steal one somewhere. You know, that's, oh, yeah. how, that's how football is. You, know, you can look at it all you want to on a schedule, but uh, you, you know, football is a weird, fickle sport. Uh, that one of them we could have got was against NC State. The pack hung with Clemson for three quarters plus, really, yeah. the other night before Clemson kind of took control. But, uh, man, what an atmosphere in Death Valley on yeah. Saturday. Right. We got a chance. We got back about 10, 10 and 10, 15 by the time we got out of there. So I, I listened to it on the way back into the house, and I got back for some of the fourth quarter. And uh, it looked like it was a great atmosphere. And that's that's what State, you know, State has their own set of goals. And one of those goals was to get, you know, over the Clemson hump this year again uh, and, you know, try to get in that ACC championship game. So now, you know, they're not out of it, obviously, but you know, that, that's one they really wanted. North Carolina took care of Virginia. Tech and how about Duke putting the beat down on the Wahoos? What's going on with Virginia, Virginia football? Yeah, Virginia and Virginia Tech both are really off this because Virginia's got still got uh, Brennan Armstrong, right? Yeah. He was a really good quarterback, and they have uh, without Bronco Mendenhall, and uh, they just new coach in, man. And yeah, they they really struggled, and they're going to struggle. They've got some games that you know that was one they thought they could win, yeah. and, and they were you know not even close and i i had wake going down and beating florida state and sure enough they did very impressive bounce back from them god just think if they would have beat clemson the previous week in overtime double overtime they'd be top 10 right now yeah i tell you and, and you look at some of the games i mean it's you know that's the one part i do miss when you go on the road because you can't sit in front of your tv and watch two and three games at a time and so you probably weren't watching missouri beating georgia in the second half the other night i I got i got winded it was i think i was checking as soon as the plane landed you get back on your phone i checked the score app to see what was going on i saw that probably thought it was wrong i did (laughs) yeah and so i i remember i punched me doing hey look check check this out and we both saw it and that was the other i was actually going on the radio on my xm my satellite radio going back and forth from those two games uh uh, on the way in and then when i got to the house i had them both on trying to i really wanted to see georgia get beat i know they should have they got the win and uh they are no longer number one alabama leaps frog them leapfrogs them after a win over arkansas alabama texas a&m coming up late night this saturday how about night. those games this weekend yeah, yeah. georgia has auburn right i, I did so. not see who the i think that's the i think that's have. a that's an earlier game and uh 
I think that's the case, but I do know that uh, Alabama, Texas A&M, and all the bad blood between those two coaches. Well, and they're, Alabama's a 24-point favorite. Right. And are big. We'll see what happens, but uh, I think the uh, the tide should be able to roll, as they do a lot of Saturdays. And then we get to Sunday, Bailey. Yep. Where the, the professionals play. Who you got this Sunday? This Sunday, we got the uh, Tennessee Titans. Oh, where's that at? in a beautiful landover maryland oh you got a home game against the titans huh? yeah. that'd be fun to watch for who well you know <laughs> i know my cowboys actually got a win uh i thought the, the generals or the commanders whoever they are they they protected the quarterback better you gotta <laughs> thank you they, for they saying did. that i don't do that i'd rather you talk junk to me than do that little no, high pitch i shouldn't have mess you I, should, I saw you at tiebreaker i thought there's clip I that was know. awful i, know, was I went terrible. and watched the uh panthers with my buddy chandler yeah. and mully and, and we're hanging out yeah. and i looked over and who did i see yeah. captain cowboy <laughs> and your face just lit up <laughs> like you saw your best friend i did i saw my best friend <laughs> yeah. yeah unless no washington would have won right you'd have ran out the door no, I'd, have, I'd have stayed home locked the door that was hilarious I, I was glad honestly to see you so because i was thinking after the game like well bailey's gonna come in with his chest out monday i was glad we went in and got yeah, it over got, with. i got it out of my system <laughs> yeah. yeah but no i mean look cowboy neither team has a lot to write home about no. but but uh, dallas as we said on the brian bailey show i think they got a playoff defense and uh cd lamb for two straight weeks has had the big play right kind of the back ever since he dropped that ball in the giant game because when he dropped that ball in the giant game i was ready to fire him yeah i I thought you you cannot be a number one receiver and drop a ball like that especially when your number two quarterbacks throw it to you but he's been really good since then gallup was back that was a a, a nice nice addition for the cowboy offense and uh you know dak may or may not come back this week cowboys have the rams they're six point Mm. underdogs at la so and the rams play tonight against the 49 Rams Niners uh, here on Pirate Radio, so looking forward to that. Uh, what do you think the evening. spread of that game is? Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, Ram, uh, Niners are like one and a half. Yeah, I saw home. that too. That's a little and I'm trying to figure it out. I think I like the Rams, but I'm not completely sure yet. That's one, I'm telling you, if you're good at the NFL, that, oh, that, that's uh, a lot of respect that goes your way because that is impossible. Yeah. Impossible to pick those games, I think. Impossible to pick them straight up. Impossible right. to pick them on the spread. We are in a survivor pool. Uh, myself, Tony Collins, Troy Ellerby. It is week four. It started it? with 454, and now, after today's uh, got the email, we got 54 people left. Wow, 400 people have, have dropped. Yeah, and we're still in it. And and all you do is you pick you pick one team to win. All I got to do is win. But once you pick them, you can't use them again. Right. Yesterday we had the Chargers who tried to blow it against the Texans, but we got that one, so we're still surviving. So what are the teams you've used so far? We used the Colts week one, and I thought, so I was already sending texts saying, well, good run, boys, we're out. Because usually a tie means you're out of these things. Oh, And this one, a tie, you get to keep playing. So we had the Colts at Houston. I was going to say, how do you have the Colts? Yeah, they had a tie. That's right. And, uh, and we got that one. We had... Oh, we had the big argument all week. Troy didn't want us to take the Packers over the Bears. Of course, the Packers hammered the Bears, and that was an easy win for us, so we got that. Uh, Last week, we had the Eagles beating my Commodores. Ah, I I picked with my head, not my heart, and that was an easy one. And then yesterday, we uh, we won as well. So, we're looking good. So, who did you have yesterday? Yesterday, we had the Chargers beating the That's Texans. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, we that. still got uh, next week. Uh, I've already looked. I think Bills over Steelers is a... Uh, is going to be my suggestion. You know, and that's that's one. I see Mike Tomlin. I'm thinking like he's got to win a game. Uh, 
<laughs> but I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. That that should be Buffalo looked like world beaters early on. They you can say good. Mike Tomlin's got to win, but when he's got Trubisky or Pickett in there, uh, Tomlin can't do too much about well, it. Well, you're right. So yeah, Big Ben uh, ain't, ain't calling. So it's fun though, man. I I have found a way to enjoy Sundays even with my team stinking yeah. whether it be these well, I've always and I've always enjoyed when my team other stinking, games I enjoy watching the yeah. other games I enjoy it's just to me it, it's just fun to watch I mean you get a chance like like I've always said I've, I've said this same joke a number of times but when I was married the first time and my wife would say you're not gonna watch football Sunday night are you and I'm like well we haven't seen these two teams play now have we what, and I, that's you that's you a great that line. line those years yeah. ago and it clicked, it's one of the greatest lines I that think the so. truest I statements mean, ever made <laughs> I haven't seen these. You like last watch. night, Kansas City. You know, Mahomes. You, you don't see that every day. No. That little play he did in the corner of the end zone, flipped it up, and got a touchdown pass. And tonight we got to watch Jimmy G. Ugh. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. How they game. favored with Jimmy G? Don't, that, that, that's what they want you to ask right yep, there. That's, that's they how want, they get you. Yeah, put, put the mortgage on the ram and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, got a little Monday night high school football tonight, Baylor? Yeah, Conley playing Havelock, and that's a big game. Uh, you know, The loser there may be on the outside looking in as far as you know, trying to chase down Newburn, chase down Rose. So a uh, big week for Conley having to play you know, at home against Havelock and then trying to play Rose coming up Friday night. And that's always a, mm. a huge game in the area. Rose looks pretty good. I mean, they, they, they keep, keep, on, keep on winning, so... All right, uh, good deal. Check out the highlights on that, WCT, NCT. Yeah, there you go. NCT, Channel 9. Be like Morgan. Morgan says, hey, you do the greatest job ever. And then Brian North's up next. Brian North, you do the best (laughs) job ever. Yep, I love all you guys. Yeah. All right, BB, uh, check out the Brian Bailey Show. I wish uh, Raekwon Boyette could have been in studio, but he was still awesome on the phone. He was my media day MVP. Just got a lot of energy. You can tell he loves what he does, loves football. And uh, he was a good guest on your show today. Yeah, and really, yeah, and sometimes, sometimes the guys have so much on their their plate and on their minds, you know, and, and you hate to take up their time. But you could tell that that he was, you know, enthusiastic about it. He wanted to talk about his kids. And that's really yeah. one of the reasons we try to get those guys on. We can learn different things about them. And I saw you post something about it. I did as well. Uh, man, Rajay is one of my favorite Me guys too, on the team. Man, Such swear. a positive, like just smiling ray all the of time. sunshine. Saw him. Uh, I saw him at tiebreakers one Sunday with his little girl, and and just you know you could tell he loved her to death, and, and just 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 hate it for him. But it's football, and that's yeah. that's you know the nature of the beast. And I guess why we love it so much because we know that that every time you go out there, somebody can get hurt and. You know, we just hope he gets a, a nice recovery and gets back out there. I think if, if there is a guy his age that can handle it, it'd be him because he is such an optimistic guy. So yeah. I think he'll get through it. But, man, the next man up, that next man, Marlon Gunn, we man. could see the Camaro cranked up maybe. Uh, we'll see what yeah. happens. Gun, Gunn's Gunn. looking good, though. Gunn, Gunn looks really good. I mean, he's got he's got a burst and, a, and strength, and, and we got to get Keaton Mitchell going again. Were you surprised we didn't see him? Uh, it felt I, like he was leaning towards playing. Yeah, I thought he was going to play, and I was really surprised. I didn't know he wasn't going to play until he, he came walking out in the street clothes, and, and then I was like, well. And then Coach Houston said afterwards that he could have gone, but they decided to okay. hold him out, so. I think he'll be back this week for the Tulane game. 
All right, BB, we'll uh, check in with you via the phone on Saturday. Sounds Have fun good. in uh, Nolens. Sounds good. Heading to the Bayou. Yes, sir. We'll, uh, we'll talk to Corey Glore later this week. He had a great call on Tulane's overtime win over Houston last week. Tell so. him I said I think I'm just going to text him and tell him. But I've heard, I've heard some of his calls in football, and I think he does a better football. He does baseball. He's good. He's, he's really always good. done a good baseball. Obviously, because we've heard him for years here. But he, he does. He, he, he describes the formations and the play itself as you're watching it. You're like, well, that's exactly because a lot of guys do play by play that you know you know one man in the backfield pitch right and you can kind of envision it but the way he described it, he did a nice job yeah no doubt no doubt bailey enjoyed it man we'll uh, check in with you soon sounds good take a time out come back more to go monday edition of pirate radio live we're back after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Thank you, Shirley Reeds. Chandler Honeycutt here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live, taking a quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DaBuck. DaBuck. Uh, a couple of football games for you tonight on Pirate Radio. We got Conley Havelock at seven. After that, we'll uh, take you to uh, San Fran to hear the Niners and Rams. Also tonight, the Braves looking to clinch their fifth straight NL East title when they take on the Marlins. Their magic number down to one. If they lose and the Mets win against the Nationals, then uh, hold off the champagne. Well, you better. Uh... Well. You better beat the Marlins because Nats don't have a chance. You're <laughs> National 65 and 104 on the year. So if you, but so if y'all 85, if the Braves lose and the Mets Wait, lose, do you you still clinch 65, or do you have to get that win? Um, the magic number is one, so either a Braves win or a Mets loss mm-hmm. does it. Either way. Yeah, we'll try to help you out by beating the Mets, but hey, give us a little help, buddy. Hey, a little in division uh, help. There you go. All right, uh, so a little baseball. We'll talk baseball tomorrow. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. Do a little MLB preview along with all of our ECU football talk. Mike Houston press conference coming up tomorrow, and we'll have that for you on the show and our social media sites. So uh, you can check that out as well. All right, um, I want to hit this in order, Shirley of call mike houston postgame locker room and isaiah winstead interview because we heard from isaiah winstead's father on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show on saturday night talking about uh cj johnson and how proud he was of him and um and how great he played with a lot on his heart in saturday's game so this is uh michael winstead calling in saturday night on the fifth quarter 
And we have a Michael in Richmond, and I believe, uh, Shirley, is this Michael Winstead, father of Isaiah Winstead, who joins us every Monday on the show. Michael, uh, thanks for calling in. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Fantastic. We're doing good. Thank you. Good. I just wanted to call in and give my condolences to CJ because I heard he had like some death or something in his family, and he did an excellent job today. So it took away from all the stuff that was probably going on in his life, but he did a really good job. That was uh, Michael Winstead who uh, chimes in on our chat. We're glad to have him as a uh, listener now, and. Uh, uh, also gave me a new uh, phrase to use in the football world, dumpster juice. So I appreciate that as well. But uh, great to hear from uh, Mr. Winstead the other night in the game, Chandler. Uh, yeah, he introduced us to the uh, term dumpster juice, and I feel like we've already used it several times yes. since, what, Thursday? I, it was Friday that he uh, introduced us to that phrase. And we'll uh, continue to use it in his honor. But uh, So after the game, Mike Houston was talking in, in the locker room and uh, had his arm around CJ and during the celebration uh, talked about uh, the situation, the football win, and everything. Let's go. Uh, ECU gave us a look inside the locker room. Let's hear that, Charlie. CJ Johnson ties the American Athletic Conference record. talk about family a lot okay hey you all done a great job being there for cj this week we know it's a tough week okay and we know she's looking down on top of all of us today uh really cool moment record-breaking uh performance for cj johnson and uh his teammates his brothers there rallying around him so it's great to hear yeah what a great performance by cj and you know congratulations to shirley Rhodes. and oh yeah you finally it finally paid off shirley uh, great performance by CJ, 197 yards, four touchdown receptions for him, and uh, and and for for him to do that on a week where you lose your grandmother and, and face that kind of adversity because it's one of the worst feelings in the world losing a grandparent, and for him to go out there and perform like that is just very special. And Shirley, uh, still days away from 11:30, uh, uh, Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll be with you Saturday, but. You're going to go ahead and lock in your player for this week? Yeah, CJ. All right. <laughs> it's in. It's in. I well, I mean, I just I just feel like, it, you know, one of the my lukewarm takes at the beginning of the year was that CJ was going to get 1,000 yards this year. And it, the thing was is that I had been waiting for that breakout game for CJ. And I'm not expecting him to score four touchdowns in, a, in every single game. But, I you know, I wanted him to at least get – some catches, maybe a touchdown or two, um, but I just thought that he was due. He he, you know, kind of got. Um, I don't want to say outshined, but it does help when you have other wide receivers like Zay Winstead and uh, Jalen Johnson, and then you've got Shane Calhoun and Ryan Jones kind of getting into it into the passing game as well. So, you know, the it gives CJ an opportunity to find ways to get open. And I think as the season goes on, I think he's going to get to that thousand. If if he doesn't cross the thousand yard mark, I think he will be awfully close to it. Well, Shirley, uh, looking at the UB stat sheet, he has 420 yards. Mm, That's good. Saturday will be the sixth game, halfway point. 
so uh i'd say he's on quite a pace right now yeah i think he's on pace i i hope he crosses that that thousand yard mark just to make me look good but you know uh good for him just simply because you know with all of his struggles that he had last year playing and not you know being able to be as productive as he'd like to be and then uh all the uh stuff he had to go through the adversity he had to go through just to even get back on the football field for him to be this productive i think speaks volumes and cj has helped uh getting open because there's attention paid to all those guys Shirley mentioned including isaiah winstead who uh talked to troy d earlier today uh this morning and uh, let's hear that conversation right now troy d with east carolina's leading receiver isaiah winstead all right welcome back into the delcor players lounge here on pirate radio troy d alongside isaiah winstead wide receiver for the pirates and uh isaiah great game uh an- another awesome catch another awesome touchdown multiple catches but uh how you doing man good to see you again i'm doing good Got to be putting you in a good mood uh, as you're starting to rack up some TDs here. Uh, first of all, your takeaway from last weekend? Uh, we played a good game in the first half. I feel like coming back out in the second half, we could have, you know, kept our foot on the gas. I feel like we relaxed a little bit, but, you know, we got to make corrections and we're going to do better. What did you guys talk about at halftime last week? Basically, just that, keeping our foot on the gas and, you know, going out there and not letting up is – you know, uh, it's a new game. You know, when the second half comes, it's a new game. It's 0-0, and don't let up. That's basically what's the talk for the whole uh, halftime. Uh, you're having a off to a great season, of course, uh, your, your first year here at East Carolina as a transfer. Um, this is as deep as the receiving room as I can remember it, from, you know, top to bottom in a long time, um, the one-two deep. And you are leading the pack right now. Uh, you know, you've got – uh, 34 receptions, 475 yards, averaging 14 yards a catch, uh, two TDs as we mentioned last week and the week before. Um, you guys, really, you seem to be really in a good flow with Holton right now, and I know um, that was important to you preseason, having that chemistry, and now that kind of chemistry is coming to life, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. Just we try to improve every day, like in practice, and. You know, we're going to get scouts. We ask them to give us a good look and stuff so we can get, like, a real look and how it look like in the game. So, you know, they help us a lot with that, and we just try to improve every every day in practice. Playing a lot and running a lot of these routes at practice, what about off the field? How much do you communicate with Holton? Well, you know, but the receiver-quarterback relationship so important. Uh, what do you guys like off the field? We close. We close. We, uh, like, you know, he posts something on Instagram or he posts something on Snapchat. I reply, say something to him, you know, we – we always connect in some type of way. Now, this was your first road game as a Pirate. Uh, it was uh, kind of a crazy stretch here to start the season of four straight home games. How was it to finally get on the road? I know we had <laughs> talked with you last week about that, kind of looking forward to it. How was that uh, road experience? Um, it was different. You know, like I, I ain't played on a road game in so long. I forgot how I feel, you know, um, getting on the plane and all that stuff so it was different it was it was cool though you know florida it was good weather and stuff like that so it was a good experience overall when you look at usf's defense versus navy's defense i had a friend say you know they thought actually south florida had better athletes but maybe navy had a better scheme uh you played against them what do you think about that is is that a fair statement i would say that's true i would say that's true uh you know 
Uh, Navy, they had, like we said last time, they had a long time to prepare for us. They had two whole weeks to prepare for us, you know, so they've probably been watching more film. South Florida had just one week, but I do feel like they had, like, more, like, better athletes, but, you know, their scheme was, Navy scheme was pretty decent, especially, like, running uh, that trap corner and stuff like that and playing over the top and doubling us, and, you know, they had they definitely had a good scheme. Talking to Isaiah Winstead inside the Delcor Players Lounge here on Pirate Radio. He is the receiving leader for the Pirates right now, as I mentioned earlier, with close to 500 yards already on the season. East Carolina, 3-2 and two on the year right now as they go on the road this weekend against Tulane, this Green Wave team, 4-1. and one. So uh, they're off to kind of a hot start this season. It will be a 3.30 kickoff on ESPNU, so widely available this week on ESPNU. Your thoughts on the Green Wave? This is a, a team that had a big overtime win over Houston last weekend. Uh, as you know, uh, you can't take anybody lightly uh, in the world of college football, but what are your expectations going down in New Orleans? Our uh, expectations is to win every game, win, be one to know. But, uh, you know, I've seen them play. I watched that half uh, when they played Houston, and they look pretty good. You know, we're going to just work and practice and try to get the best look possible. We're going to go down there. We expect to win, though. This is the time in the season about the halfway point. Guys start getting banged up. Uh, we saw it last week with uh, Rajah Harris. And, you know, um, it's going to happen. It's football. You you uh, had a finger issue. Uh, How's your finger doing? It doesn't seem to be stopping you. Let me just say that. Which finger is it again? Yeah, so it's a little jammed up a little bit, looks yeah, like it. But how, how how's it feeling right now? I mean, it hurt bad, but, you know, I got to keep going. So come game day, you just tape it up and ready up, to go? We're going. Yeah, so for folks that are on your left hand, they're yeah. kind of the middle finger on the left hand. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. What what did they rule? What did they say? It was a uh, it had, dislocated? Yeah, it was dislocated. That's right. They had to snap it back in place. Yeah, so really just kind of time is the best thing for that. Yeah. But, I'm catching uh, every day and stuff like that, so it's not going to heal. Right. <laughs> That's rest and time, and you're not really getting a lot of rest with it. But uh, as I said, it's not stopping you from catching balls. That's for sure. How did it feel to get in the back in the end zone uh, Saturday? It felt good. It felt good. You know, it wasn't really too much of a big crowd, but, you know, it was just like you know, I played in the COVID uh, season, so it was just like that a little bit, but it still felt good. And, and your colleague? Team. Uh, C.J. Johnson kind of going off, too. Uh, yeah, I know you're excited crazy. for those guys. Uh, a little bit of a breakout game this season for C.J. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wish he would have got another one so he could break the record. He had tied it. So that would have been that would have been even better. Uh, once again, East Carolina, Tulane at 3.30 ESPNU coming up this weekend as we talk to Isaiah Winstead. Uh, Isaiah, we, we, um, I was talking to Clip earlier about this. And uh, he was telling me how your dad kind of tunes into the program. He keeps up with you and uh, was actually a caller on the postgame show. Uh, <laughs> so, first of all, tell us about uh, your relationship with your dad and uh, how he's able to, where he lives now and how he's able to stay connected, you know, through technology and, and nowadays with what's going on. Uh, he's back home in Richmond, Virginia. Um, it's crazy, though. I don't even, I ain't even know nothing about that. Like, he do his own thing, so I don't know. <laughs> He just be tuned in. Whatever I'm a part of, he he makes sure he a part of. So, like, you know, he do his own thing. I didn't even know he called. <laughs> well, we, we welcome him as a listener and as a caller. Great to have him uh, be a part uh, of what we're doing here at Pirate Radio. What about the rest of your family? Are they able to kind of stay connected with you and see what's yeah, going on, follow be, you this season? Yeah, they watch the games and stuff with him when, uh, when I'm not done. 
Yeah. Like when the games come on, they be watching. I know they got to be excited to see uh, see you making moves down here. Yes, sir. Um, what else been going on? So you got uh, second road trip of of the season coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Business trip. You know, New Orleans is a fun place, but it's a business trip for you guys. It's yeah. basically, it could be any city in America. Your routine is pretty much the same on the road, isn't Every it? Every time, yeah. I mean, it's... It's a little exciting though. I never been to New Orleans, so you know I didn't even know Tulane was in New Orleans until they um, posted the schedule or whatever and said that like that's where we were going. So you know it's exciting, but you know you gotta keep the main thing, the main thing. Yep, absolutely. Well, good luck uh, this week coming up. We appreciate you popping in here with us in the Players Lounge presented by Delcor, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. And let's keep this uh, TD streak going, and we'll be talking about it hopefully uh, a week from now. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Isaiah Winstead, Troy D. There, he dropped by the Pirate Radio Studios earlier today, so. Uh, Mr. Winstead, I will ask your question to Isaiah next week about his nickname uh, when he was playing ball growing up. And uh, we like to ask Isaiah non-football questions because that seems like when he opens up and that's has where, that's has, when he's going to talk. Yeah, he has more fun with us. It seems like absolutely when we get away from the field. He gets and, enough of football during the week uh, on yeah. Saturdays. He yeah. wants to try and you know, get off of that subject. For sure, a while. Shirley wants to see a one thousand yard season for C.J. Johnson. Jay says we may have two receivers with 1,000 yards. And right now we have two receivers on pace to do just that uh, with CJ and Isaiah Winstead. All right, Shirley Rhodes, let's open up the Booty Bay. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Are you still holding it? Yeah. Man, that's impressive. 317-1250. Shirley, we're going to get somebody's week started off the right way. What are we giving away today? Shrimp taco lunch. Chico's. Remember those old shirts? Oh. Bring your ass to Chico's? Yes, I do. Uh, what a major throwback. Uh, by the way, I've had Chico's a couple times in the past few weeks. I have discovered... That they have the best buffalo sauce. They've got what they call the Me- uh, Mexican tenders, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's chicken strips with buffalo sauce. Okay. And it is amazing. So if you want to go off the beaten path of Mexican food, try the Mexican tenders at Chico's. Nice tip, Chandler. What color are you looking for, Shirley? I'm going to go with color number three. 317-1250. Put on the three goggles. Color three wins. We're back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. 
First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Adam Viverett of Greenville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, Charlie Rhodes. Good. Chandler Honeycutt here. And I believe, I might be wrong, maybe it was the other day, but I think it was Adam's birthday. It might be the day. I don't know, but I know it's somewhere around this time. So a pretty good birthday present there for Adam. He's a part of the ECU Jungle Crew. Let's do a uh, four-time sped-up edition of Happy Birthday for Adam. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Adam. Happy birthday to you. All right, let's uh, wrap it up looking around the NFL on Sunday. A quick recap. Sunday morning, Vikings win it over the Saints 28-25. to Chandler, last week you were sh- you said, do you remember this game? And you were showing me highlights, and it was Kirk Cousins and Washington playing the Bengals in London. And I immediately said, Ty? Ty? Because... Hi. Hi. It was a tie. And that matchup was Kirk Cousins versus Andy Dalton. And I thought we were on our way to another Kirk Cousins versus Andy Dalton tie. Tie? Tie. Tie? But Vikings win at 28-25. Field goal was missed by the Saints to send it in. Double doink. To overtime. Double doink. Another double doink in the history of the NFL. Are the Falcons decent yes are the falcons good no they beat the browns 23 to 20 yesterday that final in atlanta commanders are terrible 25 10 they lose to dallas apathy has set in very uh, early uh, for me this year where, where does the biggest problem lie in that in that football team well the week before it was protecting the quarterback it's not the weapons got plenty of those um man a lot of issues secondary uh, quarterback itself uh whenever chase young gets back and brian robinson it's probably not going to fix that much so we stink it's bad welcome to my world buddy game of the day seahawks lions my goodness Geno smith you know, Geno Smith is uh, doing better than Russell Wilson and I believe, three of the four top quarterback stat lines. Everybody's doing better than Russell Wilson. What Geno. Terrible. 320, two touchdowns. Rashad Penny, 151 yards, two touchdowns. Jared Goff, 378, four touchdowns. Touchdown, Seahawks! Jamal Williams, 108 yards, two touchdowns. It was a fantasy uh, dream. The problem is not a lot of people have a lot of Seahawks and Lions playing in fantasy football. No, they don't. Titans outlast the Colts 24-17 that final. Titans are 2-2, two and two, tied at the top of the AFC South with Jacksonville, Jacksonville. who lost to the Eagles 29-21. Jacksonville got off to a 14-0 start, and then by halftime we're trailing 20-14. Eagles remain undefeated, the only undefeated team. Justin Fields completed 11 passes. Way to go. Bears lose to the uh, Giants 20-12, that final score. They stink. Who? Bears. 
They stink. Uh, yeah. Giants. How about the Giants? They stink. I agree. Three and one. I'd rather stink at three and one than stink at one and three. Though. I know. That's the truth. How about the Jets go on the road? They're two and two. They beat the Steelers. A lot of quarterback issues in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett went in uh, in relief of Mitch Trubisky. Pickett, 10 of 13. None of his passes hit the ground because he had three interceptions. <laughs> 10 of 13 with three picks for Pickett. Had, I think, two rushing touchdowns as well yesterday in that loss. Uh, the Bills beat the Ravens. Baltimore has blown. Uh, is it 20? They have blown huge leads to both the Bills and the Dolphins mm. already this season. Wow. In their two losses, they're two and two. Chargers go on the road and beat the Texans 34 to 24. 342 touchdowns for Justin Herbert. Panthers look brutal. Bad loss. They lose to the Cardinals 26 mm. to 16. Yeah, Packers need overtime to beat Bailey Zappi and the Patriots 27-24. We'll talk more about that with Tony Collins on Thursday when he joins us. The Broncos stink. They lose to the winless Raiders. The Raiders now one and three with a 32-23 home win last night. And how about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs flexing their muscles against the Bucks last night? 249, three touchdowns for Mahomes in the win. Week four wraps up tonight with Niners and Rams right here on Pirate Radio. Got the Brian Bailey Show next. Got Conley Football. After that, we will see you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.